0: Ever seen Point Break?
1: No. Amazing bit in Point Break where they jump over fences.
2: Is there no? that nine? Twenty-nine.
1: That's Swayze's just robbed this bank. Keanu Reeves is chasing him through people's gardens, and he goes to shoot Swayze, but he can't because he loves him so much, and he's firing his gun up in the air. It's like, ah. Oh! Thirty. Have you ever fired your gun up in the air and gone ah? No, I have not ever fired my
2: gun up in the air and gone ah. Thirty. Sorry, um, I just.
1: I just feel like I'm missing out sometimes. I want to do what you do. You do do what I do.
0: What on earth do you think you're missing out on? Gunfights, car chases, proper action and shit. Police work is not about proper action or shit.
2: 29. If you'd have paid attention to me in school, you'd understand that it's not all about gunfights and car chases. Fire up the roof.
0: Hello and welcome to the Vertical Viewing Podcast from Vancouver, British Columbia. This is episode number 78. And my name is Scott. My name is Michael. My name is Mike. Okay. What's up, Mike? Mike's back. Hello. You guys want you, you know what that means, right? Uh oh. What if if Mike Green is here, <laughs> what does that mean? Something to do with comic book. It's
1: gotta be comic book movies. Know. Something
0: like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Our Metahuman superhero expert is here. Yeah, yeah. Comic zone. Uh so on today's episode we're gonna catch up on the films and TV shows we've been watching, as well as the week in film news before our featured review of Suicide Squad 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 S K W A D yeah. Squared Uh from writer director David Ayer who I, I thought his last movie Fury I thought it wasn't bad at all.
1: Should we say from writer director David Ayer slash Warner Brothers Studios? Do you think because <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And who 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 cut the trailer? The
0: the idea that one person wrote, like, you know, is capable of writing one of these big tentpole movies, like you. This never, like, the, they don't let that happen, right? Well, I'm pretty the list sure of writers is usually like five people. long. I would say I'm
1: sure it's possible, but the, the, then the studio doesn't let you get away. It's yeah, they like, yeah hey, you, you actually you wrote, do you wrote it. The, you, wrote, you wrote the first draft, but we're gonna make some changes. Yeah. My, my cousin Joe here. Just, yeah. He everyone's just, getting just in, in on got this. Out, He got out of <clears throat> grade school. He can
0: write some stuff. He did a pass on it. Yeah. Didn't like this. Threw this part out. So. My, my
1: buddy just
3: graduated film school, so we're going to let him re-edit your film. Yeah. He didn't yeah. understand this word, so he replaced
1: it.
0: No, actually, a film <laughs> school graduate probably done a better job <laughs> than they did with Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. You can subscribe to all of our episodes on iTunes or through the podcast software of your choice and you can go to iTunes and you can leave us a five-star review if you like if you like you can leave us a rating and review there basically recipes are always good we always say what what do you what do you want this week on the iTunes board what what kind of what do you got a hankering for guys uh
1: recipe wise huh hmm jam a jam recipe. <laughs> Homemade <laughs> jam. I want some pl- I, I
0: want some good preserves. Dude, I'm a huge jam fan. Love it. Let me know how to make some jam. Great call. Strawberry's the best. Uh you can also visit our website. It is verticalviewing.com. There is a subscription. No, it's not a subscription. It's it's a donate button. I mean if you want to subscribe, just go just subscribe. Go, to, go to iTunes. That's where you do that. That's free. Uh, but if you want to donate to the show, use PayPal. Uh the link there will take you. You can, uh, you know, donate a cent or a $1,000. Uh, Bitcoin's not acceptable yet. Uh, I, heard, yeah. I heard you guys have an Instagram Please. account with nudes on it. Well. Do we? There's dudes on it. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> hey. dudes. Oh, okay. You, you were misinformed there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I could start doing something else, I suppose. Yeah, that's <laughs> in- Instagram at Vertical Viewing. Uh, but yeah, we appreciate an- anything and everything you can do. Donate to the show, verticalviewing.com. Helps us keep the lights on. Uh, We're on Twitter at Vertical Viewing. You can go to verticalviewing at gmail.com. Let us know if you have any recommendations, any thoughts, any feedback.
1: Uh, Someone who's listening to the show actually recommended that we review the documentary Tickled. Mm. Tickled? It's on iTunes right now. Yes. What's this one? I haven't heard of it.
0: It's about competitive tickling. Yeah.
1: Uh, this is a thing.
0: Yeah. This is a huge thing. There's a dollop episode about it. It's uh, super funny. Competitive t- How do you judge this? You you hold out. You hold out for you're, longer than your opponent. You're BDSM tied down to a
1: bed and people <laughs> tickle your armpits and like your uh, love handles and
0: knees and With stuff. With big huge feathers.
1: But but uh, okay,
3: but couldn't you like in theory cheat by just having someone who's not ticklish
0: i suppose i don't know well, then I've, you'd I've, be the best competitive tickler ever I've, so go yeah, for it i haven't watched the doc- money
1: <laughs> <laughs> i haven't watched this documentary documentary yet but yeah to- i'm very interested i was told there's a lot of crazy things that happen in it because the person that created the league is i don't know wealthy and you they pay the contestants to come on you make like 1500 bucks to compete oh, so it's just like, like a that. game show well yeah i don't know i i'm very curious so interesting i think i want to check that out i'm in so, like per- uh, personally, like <clears throat> go in as a con.
3: No, no, no,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 okay. We'll see. All Maybe right. the documentary will
0: convince me Inspire, that I yeah, do yeah, this, you're, yeah. you're wearing a tough mutter shirt. So, you, I like you, that stuff. You do fun, weird, cool I, things. I just did the city chase this week, it, which is so. which
1: is what. Uh, it's like a scavenger hunt, uh, where you have to go, you're given a clue sheet and you decipher the clues and their addresses, and you go there, and then there's a little event like a uh, lighthouse coding boot camp downtown in Gastown. Uh, the event there was, there was a five minute timer on a laptop and a bomb was going to go off. So you had to go into the section of the code and they were giving you a crash course on how to stop it. Like they gave you a little bit of information then said, go. And I think they meant you to just comment out the explode line command in, in, in the code. I just changed the timer to something that will never happen. And the guy
0: (laughs) looked at me, he's like, oh Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then so another that, that wouldn't have worked if you were playing a video game. No, it wouldn't have. It would have been you found a logical solution to the problem, but it's not it's the not one programmed in there that they wanted you to do. So fuck you. Exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah. So, so another was uh,
1: you had to assemble a bike and ride it around a course and then take it apart again. Um, so you would just use you had to walk, run, or take transit. You couldn't bike, and you couldn't uh, take any cars or anything. You had six hours. Although the very charismatic individual that gave us all of the rules at the start uh, cut into that time a little because he just he was having a lot of fun talking up on stage, so we got <laughs> so we got five and a half hours, uh, and you had to get ten stamps from these places all over the city and come back. It
0: was pretty cool. I recommend it.
1: Sounds like fun. Huh. Yeah.
0: It's like it's like an escape room across the city of Vancouver. Yeah, uh, my legs are really sore today, <laughs> but uh, but it was worth it. Okay. Well, uh, welcome to the show, fellas. Uh, Shall we get into it? Let's do it. What have you been watching, Mike Green? Oh, damn. It's been a while, so you might, you might, you just have months of. You have a
1: whole notebook full of stuff. That's crazy.
0: uh, (laughs) You just choose one or two there. (laughs) Well,
3: here's the thing I haven't been watching a lot of stuff because, as you well know, um, I, I ascended again and
1: uh you ascended yeah he ascended ascended again
0: mike green has ascended to the pc master race once again yeah 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 i uh re-ascended he's joined the likes of terry Crews.
3: (laughs) yeah i dropped uh, a couple pennies on a a new computer so i'm finally able to play games that were released within the last five years (laughs) i didn't think pennies were legal currency anymore (laughs) so
0: he he got himself a 1070 yeah gtx 1070 nice, uh, video card
3: yeah so I'm playing GTA five, a little bit of Doom and uh yeah, a couple other things here and there. But I have watched a few things. Um of course, as uh the internet has been wont to say, uh and been going crazy over uh Stranger Things. Mm. Mm. Yes. Damn Mm mm. mm. Good stuff um
0: so you're a fan of this show
3: yeah i really enjoyed it i mean there are small bits and pieces that i would have maybe done a little
1: bit differently but have you seen the whole series yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so we've
0: we've all watched this to completion i guess yep right yeah we can maybe not do huge spoilers here but i don't know people a lot of people have probably seen this by now
1: overall i enjoyed it like it just seemed like a nice nod it wasn't. It wasn't like mind-blowingly
3: amazing by any means, but I really enjoyed it. Like I, I thought it it kept my attention the whole time. Uh, I, I think everyone was a lot of fun to watch. The acting was solid. I was a little hesitant on Winona Ryder as the mom when it first started,
0: but <clears throat> she went I, up and down throughout the. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you know, I, I forget. I saw it on somebody made the comment that. Uh, that you can tell that Winona Ryder doesn't have any children. I'm not sure if that's accurate. That, that's what they <laughs> I said. I honestly don't know. Um, but uh, mm. they they made the comparison to Maria Bello in Prisoners. Do you remember her performance? Yeah. She's lost her daughter in that. That's that's what would kind of really happen. Mm. But Winona Ryder is, she's over the top, and it's fine in this kind of movie. Yeah. But movie? this kind of show well, eight, eight hour movie it's an eight hour film <laughs> yeah uh i mean i like it it's hard not to
1: yeah it's so much nostalgia
3: it's hard to like not enjoy it it's a, it's a good entertaining the feelings that you get from watching this. you want to eat
0: you want to eat some egos. you wanna i didn't want to eat any egos. <laughs> um mm. this 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 the show is really good i have to admit my I, I might have said this before on an earlier episode that my my mother ruined the show for me be- and slightly because she called it Goosebumps with more sex in it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, goosebumps yeah. And then And when, when, oh, wow. when,
0: when then, then I started thinking about this as a Goosebumps m- movie or something and I thought, oh, oh shit. God. Like that. Or are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, yeah like, I don't, that's, it, it, it's by far the best example of one of those things, right? It's, mm. it's so atmospheric. It's, visually spectacular. I, I want a 4K TV to watch this show cuz it's in 4K. Mm. It's, it's It's a, a good one. It, it's a delight to watch, guys. Yes. Atmosphere I think is the
1: best word. Mm-hmm. That's why if you people had to use love a it. A single word, that's, atmosphere.
0: That's why people love it. They get to sit and sink into this 80s atmosphere and like when the opening credits boot up and the red neon glowing font comes in like doo 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 doo. Yeah. Everybody fucking loves that. Yeah. Everybody loves that. I would like, just no, watch that no one opening who, on a loop. Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah. sweet. It's sweet. Uh, but it's 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 pure atmosphere, which is yeah. fine. Yeah, it's just. I don't think. That. I don't think Netflix can do another like the '80s. Like maybe do some '90s uh, nostalgia now. Like I don't we're done like this is the mo. the 80s have now been condensed down into a single eight-hour series <laughs> the entire decade is on display the entire decade in like pop culture you know at least from the cinema perspective yeah is like condensed into these eight episodes essentially mm. like and we, then, we and need and then to turbo move. kid yeah which yeah. is way fucking better so good
1: what do you got mike uh i watched hot fuzz recently. Uh, my girlfriend had never seen it, so I picked up. Oh, okay. So you had? I, I picked it up at uh, Best I was walking through Best Buy. I was like, oh, this is really cheap for like Shaun of the Dead and uh, Hot Fuzz. I don't own these on Blu-ray yet, so why not? How many uh, dimes do you drop on that? Uh... was like eight bucks. Ooh. For both? For 800 both. pennies? That so, is insane. On Blu-ray. On Blu-ray. Ooh. So, yeah, we. I love this movie. I forgot how quick Edgar Wright's cuts were. Uh, He's so, brilliant. So it's super snappy, but then... When he needs you to take in the joke or focus on someone's reaction, it just stops for a second.
0: He 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 is a Holds genius. It. It's so good. Ed, Edgar Wright is a genius in terms of like sh- like cutting and editing. He's like Hitchcock. I swear to God, it, I I'd forgotten how good it was. It's like an Aronofs- Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> but but can you imagine what his Ant Man would have been? Oh man, that would have been. I, I enjoyed
1: Ant Man, but it would have been way better. If Edgar Wright had done it, I think. Yeah, yeah,
3: but but he wanted
1: a literal Ant Man. Oh, what? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, hold on, I, re- I
0: retract my statement. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's stay on track here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I lo- I love Hot Fuzz more than any of his movies by a wide margin. I was really disappointed with uh, The World's End. Yeah, that was kind of. And fun. I I, mean, I still I- enjoyed that though. After all the hype that people gave to Shaun of the Dead, uh, when I finally did see it. I was not... Shaun of the Dead actually I think
1: is my least favorite out of the three. Hot and, and then Hot yeah, Fuzz yeah. and then World's End. Um, when I originally watched this film, it broke me a little because it's such a slow burn and then it just goes nuts at the end with the shootout and everything. And okay, when so, he drop kicks Grandma in the face, <laughs> yes. I was on the ground laughing for five minutes when that happened. And
0: it didn't disappoint this time around. <laughs> it's amazing. when So this Hot Fuzz is the story of Nicholas Angel... Yes. I know yeah. this movie like the back of my hand, man, uh, who gets called up to Sanford. Uh, Little town in the country. And it's the town, the very key part of it is that, and you don't know at the beginning, is that it's voted like England's best town, right? Yeah. Like the, the, yeah. the greatest town in England for like 10 years in a row. Mm. And it's like a thing they're very proud of. And maybe we'll kill for... Get rid of those gypsies and the hoodies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And... it's amazing. Uh, and then just the way it just escalates to that giant shoot at the end when he has those like the shotguns but, behind his behind as back, backpack. And, <laughs> and he looks like like an angel, a Nicholas Angel. It's unbelievable. He's got these angel wings, these giant guns. It, it's yeah, it goes nuts. And how they watch Point Break and. Uh, Bad Boys Two. I, I love uh, Nick Frost. Nick, character's Nick Frost. He he holds up the Blu-rays. they you know they've they've had a few drinks. Are so coming back to his apartment to chill out, and he holds up Bad Boys Two or, point, <laughs> or, or break. point Break. And he goes, uh, I don't know which one's better. And he's like, like no, no, I mean, which one do you want to watch first? first. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's a nerdy movie. It's for like film nerds and for well, and every pop culture, everything freaks. in it
1: has a purpose. Like it all comes back and
0: ties together. It's so well constructed. <laughs> like like the, how the the how the uh the newspaper editor just is sloppy and makes spelling mistakes, yep. how that actually comes back
1: and means something like everything in that. Like there is not an ounce of fat on this film. It's it
0: it's one of my favorite comedies of all time, easily uh and one of one of the best edited action movies in years. It's so good. So oh good. Uh I watched Okay, which one do I start with? Okay, I watched the Bronze. The Bronze? The Bronze. Starring uh, Melissa Rouch is her name from The Big Bang Theory. Okay, right. She plays the blonde girl mm. who's yeah yeah dating yep. the uh, she's the high pitched she's this, the tiny blonde girl very woman. yeah crazy. Um, so she's in this. She plays like a I guess like a Carrie Strug kind of character. She's an ex gymnast, Olympic gymnast who won the bronze medal. Uh. <clears throat> and she did it on a broken leg, kind of in the way that was at Atlanta, I think. You know, the short-haired mm-hmm. little... I remember, I remember the SNL bit where Kirsten Kattan played her. It was fucking hilarious. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, this movie's terrible. The bronze is brutal. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, that's a good build-up. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a comedy, and Melissa Rauch plays this... Character Hope, she's this, you know, gymnast who's washed up, takes place 10 years after the Olympics where she won the bronze, and she's just this sad, washed-up girl, lives in her small town, using her fame to just get her free milkshakes and dumb shit. Uh, Free milkshakes? Just, you know, she doesn't pay for stuff in her town because she thinks she's entitled, because she won the bronze medal at the Olympics. Um, But her attempts at, like, she's supposed to be this crass, like ridiculous like bad teachers, fa- foul-mouthed thing. yeah she's like talking like just filthy mouth kind of stuff and none of it works it falls flat and is just really awkward uh and she comes across maybe as almost like mentally ill almost i don't even know <laughs> no, okay <laughs> Be- because she's so needlessly like vile and like Okay. Sort of crass, and it, it's almost like a Tourette's or something, or like some sort of social disorder she has. I don't know what the point of this thing is. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's intentional. You know, I don't think it is, based on what you're saying. Um, the, the 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 highlight of the bronze, though, fellas, is a sex scene in which their their body doubles. I say Sebastian Stan is in this, who plays the Winter Soldier. In, in this in the awesome. Marvel films yeah he plays like <laughs> the, the, essentially the rival uh gymnast coach the plot revolves around hope basically washed up gymnast 10 15 years later uh a new protege or a new young girl comes along in her town who's like going to be the next big thing and her father played by Gary Cole uh you know Ricky Bobby's dad <laughs> he he uh basically you know has a letter from this rich person who's like oh your grandma's you know aunt great aunt had left died and left in a state of money to you on the condition that you train this girl and get her to the Olympics ridiculous plot Wow okay ridiculous plot but anyway the rival gymnast she's sort of going up against is the winter soldier uh, (laughs) and they're enemies but at one point they do have this sex scene you might have seen the gif online it's like imagine what a what gymnasts would look like in a comedy movie having sex like doing like pommel like. horse moves and like <laughs> like doing right. it, it it's actually really impressive from like a so basically this sounds almost like standpoint? a
3: vehicle that was built around that one scene it like almost, someone had that idea and was like let's write a
1: movie
0: to it fulfill al- that it almost is for real this it's so outrageous and so hilarious and so well done and the, the lighting's perfect because you don't see any um, like you see boobs and butt and stuff, but I don't think there's any like full frontal male nudity and no full frontal like female nudity. Aside those from are like, like waist yeah. up. But it's it's cut together with you know shades of darkness, and they're doing like flips. It's it's super impressive, this this sequence. Uh the highlight of the movie, Thomas Middleditch is in here as this like Midwestern guy who's like, you know, hope I just I love you just the way you are, you know. Yeah. He's okay. Uh but otherwise this thing's a piece of shit. Don't go near the bronze. Fair enough. I mean, the humor in it is just super super forced, super vile, super like vulgar for no reason payoffs bad.
1: Sorry fellas. So sorry, I was just looking this up while you're talking about it online. The only thing people are talking
0: about is that sex <laughs> scene. Is, is the sex scene. We can watch it on the break. It's 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 really hilarious. Like and it's it's insane. <laughs> uh like okay. the way that he like, yeah, they do handstands and flipping upside down. And like he, at one point he's got her like, you know, by the waist and he's spinning her around like, a, cause, he, cause you know, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That's sexy. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's just doing acrobatics. It's crazy. Uh, what else you guys got? Let's get off this.
3: All right. Well, uh, the other one I got was actually recommendation VAU quite some time ago, um, one punch man Mm. i i I finished watching this series and wow so i haven't i haven't finished this series my god this this i think actually could be the most entertaining anime oh really series at least you've ever watched that i've ever watched cowboy bebop kills it sorry it's a totally different style though like it it, it's a whole different bag man (laughs) But yeah, I'm gonna let, let you finish, but <laughs> Cowboy Bebop was the greatest of all time. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's all over the map. Um, it, I, I laughed out loud continuously.
0: Um, what is, what, what, have, what is One I Punch Man? Watch this, what, what, what is it? We've seen clips here, right? I mean, it's, it's super outrageous. One Punch Man, if uh, I think we, I brought this you, up. You mentioned on before. The Revenant episode, uh, with Diana Bang, who we hope to have on in the near future. Mm. Um, you guys were all super into it when I brought it up. It's the superhero it's who can beats def- everybody with one punch. He, he can defeat his enemies with one punch, and it really makes him sad. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's it, it's sad because he wants to he wants a challenge, but it, it's it's smart. Um, not only because of the way that that, that um, they have the characters all interact and and the, the way it's all set up, but they throw in like the different styles that you find in in manga are represented in the characters from like one cut to another. Like it's crazy. Like a fight scene will happen and he'll be drawn in like a regular it's the like regular style. And then pot- all of a sudden, potato style. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like a potato mm-hmm. man. And then the next scene where he's like feeling heroic or something, he's like Dragon
0: Ball Z style. Like super <laughs> like
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. every muscle's like <laughs>
0: And, and when, when the action gets super frenetic and super intense. Yeah, then it's loose. The animation actually like breaks down into like literal scribbles. And they, and they look like when you take, you know, you take the side of a pencil yeah. and, you, and you rub the side of a pencil and you make these big wide, you know, graphite looking <laughs> yeah. streaks. Like it, it looks like that. Like, yeah. wow. the, the animation like, it, it's like buffering <laughs> to a shittier. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it's, 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 it's like a YouTube video that is just degrading. Yeah. You know, because your internet connection. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I was laughing so much that like Jen was in the bathroom having a bath, and she heard me laughing so much, and she's like, "I thought the cats were dying, <laughs> so I got out of the bath to make sure they were okay." And it's just your dumbass uh, out here <laughs> on your computer <laughs> watching this show. And that was the other thing I liked about it is that it took no effort to watch this. It is literally available on a website to watch all twelve episodes. Just click play, and you're you're golden.
0: Loved it. Yeah, all all of uh. Up until recently, all of the Cabinary of the Iron Fortress episodes were on YouTube, and now... Now they're gone? Poof. Yeah. I watched the first 12. I need to watch that show. I like that show a lot. Have, I, you, have I, you watched it yet?
3: I, well, he got me to watch the trailer earlier today. I, it looks really it's good. cool. This, the, the animation and lighting looks fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like a, a cool show. About okay. like a giant train plowing through... Zombies. Giant Like these weird zombies yeah. and... Uh, on these yeah, giant train tracks.
1: Steampunk feudal Japan on a train, <clears throat> is basically, with zombies. Yeah, pretty yeah. dope.
3: So yeah, the, the only other thing I've got was uh, last night we watched uh, The Secret Life of Pets. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was hopeful.
0: There's a sequel to that oh. already greenlit. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah, I
3: was hopeful because the, the cast is actually pretty cool, like Louis C.K., Kevin Hart, uh, Eric Stone Street from Modern Family, uh, Jenny Slate from The Obvious Child, who I really liked. Uh, Albert Brooks, Hannibal Buress, uh Dana Carvey. So I mean, what? there's a lot of star power in the movie. But at the end of the show, I was like, "Ho hum."
1: I heard it was that mainly was, for
3: kids. You well, know, that's the thing, and I think that's why it was ho hum for me because I, I, I like, I enjoy family films, uh, but I maybe I'm just too used to watching Pixar where they've got an element of adult humor yeah. built into it that appeals to you. And the only one that m- really stuck out for this whole movie, for me, was a reference to Super Mario, where a turtle shell went across the screen and, and bumped <laughs> a bunch of people off this ledge. Oh, that's, like, that's even bottom.
0: kids these days would still get that. That's not even...
3: True, but but I don't know, like, is,
0: is Mario even a thing for little kids yeah. these days still? Oh, totally. Big time. Yes. Oh, yeah. totally. I don't know. I don't have kids. It's all good. No. Yeah. No, Nintendo, believe it or not, is still a thing. is it? Is it?
2: Kind of. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually very curious about kind of. the Nintendo
0: NX. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's what they got. Uh, what, are, are you guys going to get No Man's Sky next week? I meant to ask you this off the top. I'm not getting it right away. I'm not no. getting it right away, You're no. Checking the reviews, seeing what's up. Yeah, yeah I'm going to see what's going on. With Red it. has it pre-ordered. <laughs> that's so all already, he'll be he's doing. He's already paid for it. He's amped. Yeah. He's amped. He's an, I think he's having shoulder surgery next. this week, perhaps. So he's just going to be waylaid. Just, just playing a game. And, oh my God. Uh, Changing
3: diapers and playing games.
0: I watched another movie. It is. The reason I watched this movie is because the cinematographer on this movie is Emmanuel Lubezki, Ooh. aka Chivo. Chivo. Our boy who did The Revenant. He did Night of Cups, which was a gorgeous movie. But it was. Was that a movie? Yeah. No, it was just a bunch <laughs> of empty images. Yeah. Which thankfully. The Last Days in the Desert is not. Last Days in the Desert. So I watched this movie directed by Rodrigo Garcia. It's called Last Days in the Desert. It stars Ewan McGregor as Jesus and also as the devil. Oh. So do you guys know about Christ's, like, the temptation, the of, temptation of, Christ. of Christ and his, like, 40 days of fasting in the desert? With the devil whispering and I don't know to anything him. about... So at my po- at my age, my 30s, I don't know anything about the Bible, which is pretty cool cuz like I've made it this far without knowing shit about it. <laughs> so when I do find stories about it, like when I watched Exodus Gods and Kings uh last year, I was like this movie's fucking sweet. <laughs>
1: the plague... well, I'm pretty sure Gods of Egypt is actually based off of the Old Testament. <laughs> the,
0: <laughs> the, all, all the crazy plagues that were happening in uh, Exodus, Gods and Kings blew my mind. And the temptation of Christ totally blows my mind. I guess I should see the Willem Dafoe movie, right?
3: Oh, dude. Hardcore, that film.
0: Is that movie cool? <laughs> it's pretty intense. The Last Temptation of Christ. Yeah. So that's essentially what The Last Days in the Desert is about. Um, His last days in the desert. He goes to the desert for 40 days. Yep. To pray and fast before he was executed, uh, but and do ayahuasca or something, right? <laughs> yeah. So Lubezki, <laughs> uh shot this movie. It still looks like a Terrence Malick or uh, uh, Ineritu movie mm. in, in terms of just like these wide shots of open vistas and stuff and desert yeah, landscapes, just taking and, in all of nature. Um, except th- it, it's less like it, it's more restrained this time. Lubeski's a lot more like locked down. And, like, less, like, flowy and all, like, sort of, like, wishy-washy. and So, more static shots? Or, way more. Okay. Yeah, not, like, all these steady cam stuff. So, I kind of like that. It's, like, it feels like Inner e is, you know, he's still his own man, you know? He doesn't always have to be yeah. doing these crazy, I don't know, beeline shots everywhere. This movie's trippy as hell, though. He feeds water to this snake woman or something like that. He's tripping out. Okay there's a devil on his shoulder essentially so he plays like the devil who's whispering in his ear but it's 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 you know just him they're doing like a duplicate twin effect on screen mm-hmm. um but it's just it's it, it's it's interesting to think like what were Jesus's fears in the days leading up to his death there's a great scene in the movie where there's a bug crawling up his face and he sort of sits there and bears with it and was like fuck dealing with this you know those Madagascar mm. uh, Hitting cockroaches. yeah those giant ones like three inches long he's crawling on his face and it's a great symbol of him like sort of overcoming his fears like that's what he's out here to do partially mm. uh, so he's sort of this bug represents his fears it's pretty cool there's a fart in this movie and Jesus laughs so, Ty Sheridan, <laughs> there's a part where Ty Sheridan is in this movie. Essentially, uh, Christ comes upon this family of people who are building a stone uh house on the top of this cliff in the desert. They're living in a tent, meanwhile, as they're building this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he meets Ty Sheridan. Ty Sheridan just drops a fart right in front of Jesus, and then Jesus laughs, <laughs> thinks it's hilarious. Couldn't Everyone be- loves a fart joke. Couldn't Come believe it. Um It's cool. The devil sort of speaks through different characters in this. Um, Like, he he even tries to convince Jesus that there are others like him. It's like, there are others, you know. And Christ's like, no, no, there's not. (laughs) Nope. No, there isn't. Um, There's an amazing... The centerpiece of this movie is this campfire scene. It's about five minutes long, maybe more. Some of the best dialogue I've seen easily this year. Unbelievable. It's like the devil doing this world building on sort of their version of, of the Bible in this movie. And it's, it's almost to the point of like lore. It's like a Lord of the Rings story that he's talking about. Like it, it doesn't come across as biblical at all. They, they, they barely ever say the word God, you know Mm -hmm. I mean? He just is the holy man. Like it's super detached from like any direct references to the Bible, which I thought was cool. Um, yeah, the dialogue here is amazing. It's like establishes the scope of the devil's power. Like he's they're betting on the lives of these people. They're sick and the fathers old and they're in the desert. They're probably not going to make it long. They're betting on the outcome. He's like, "Why are we betting if they're going to live or die? You probably know the outcome already." And the the devil's like, "Normally I do, but when it comes to you and your little tricks, I can't." I mean, it's Hmm. talking about his miracles or whatever. Like, Hmm. it's subtle in in a nice way Mm -hmm. that you want a biblical movie to be. Like, here I I am talking about a movie about Jesus, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't give a shit. Um, Yeah, that's interesting that it grabbed a hold of you this much. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. The devil even has, like, this final offer that he extends to Christ. Like, at the end, he's like, you know, look... Let me I can, know. I can call you an Uber. Yeah, like I can bring you down. Like <laughs> if if you want it, give me a sign. I'll bring you down off the cross. And the hummingbird floats. It, it it's really cool. Um There Yeah, there's some unnecessary stuff towards the end. But there's a really cool shot. I, I don't want to ruin it maybe, but it's it sort of depicts in a really cool way like the legacy like of this dude has on people. They're like it cuts to actual shot of a tourist. The final shot of the movie is like an, a, 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 in present day, and a tourist takes a picture on this cliff. And you you guess that it, this would be some place that you know Jesus went to, and there are tourists here to check it out. It's like, huh? Jesus is kind of a pimp. That's, people people remember him, yeah. despite what the devil said. Anyway, the last days in the desert. I do recommend it. Okay, it's like an art house movie about. Jesus. and Ewan McGregor yeah you, yeah it's it's cool do you have anything else fellas I
1: watched for the first time ever breakfast at Tiffany's oh wow oh, my goodness yeah. no, I did that for the first time like last year I'd never seen it it's amazing how different movies and, fi- like film is today compared mm. to that like there was so much soft focus yeah and it was incredibly overacted for the most oh, part. oh my god yeah dude um George Popard, is that his name i think so yeah audrey hepburn yeah so what, um, what is this movie about audrey hepburn is like a free spirit
0: her name is literally holly like, holly go lightly go, she goes lightly
1: yeah mm-hmm. that's just the name she gave herself okay is her um, nickname
0: kind of
1: well yeah because she was uh, she named something else you find out earlier she was married to a, like a rancher when she was 14 in the like the midwest and she's come to new york to be a new person yeah. So she's, okay. she's just kind of a flighty free spirit that everyone just falls in love with for the most part yeah. because she has that way about her and uh the whole breakfast at tiffany's thing is she just likes to go to tiffany's to think and you know that's her happy place uh like
0: the, the, the department store the department store tiffany's okay
1: yeah. and they actually go into it at one point and uh try like we can't really buy anything here for ten dollars can we Nope. So they nope. get they get a Cracker Jack ring engraved, which is pretty great actually. <laughs> yeah. right. Um I wasn't sure what to think as it started. 'Cause it's it's so different from what I'm used to. But once you sort of get into that mode and it's almost it's more like theater on in film format mm-hmm. than film is today. Like you know it's a performance. You can you know it's on set on sound stages for the most part. Um it just seems more like theater with a camera.
0: Yeah. I don't know, I don't know. They, like, they're, they're letting the scenes play out and just sort of covering them with cameras. Yeah. Like they're like probably mostly. not, they're probably not yelling cut as often as we do now.
1: Yeah. Like there weren't nearly as many short, short takes. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't overly long in a lot of the, uh, the shots, but it, it was just, I haven't watched a lot of those old classic films. So it's interesting to go back and see just how Far Nin- we've either come or fallen. I don't know what to say. There's some amazing a
3: rampant racism. 1964.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Mickey, I think so. Mickey Rourke playing an Asian guy. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Sorry, not Mickey I was... Rourke. I was going to freak out. <laughs> Mickey Rourke is a time traveler. oh Thank God. Uh, it's 1961. Mickey Rooney. Movie. Oh my god. It, it's it's awful. Like it is so. And, so over the top, and racist. His, his character has no purpose in the film other than no. to be a, a racist caricature. Yeah, that's uh, that's awful, Mister Yoshi something. I don't know, but uh, that uh, that stood out. Uh, remove him from the film though, and it's um, it's not
0: bad. It's I was warm. yeah I mean I I you hear nothing but good things you I I think I was happy I watched it like it it's it is definitely a classic and the people who recommend this to me are sometimes people who I would not expect you know like men well and like dudes like yeah breakfast at tiffany's dope <laughs> like
1: <laughs> yeah like audrey hepburn does a pretty good job uh it's it's interesting because uh the main character guy is sort of He's like a male prostitute, actually. He's a writer yeah. that's out of work, but he's being paid to sleep with a married woman. So you're like, "Whoa, this is a little scandalous." And um, as the film goes on, it just like the characters do develop in great ways. And I think it's just refreshing compared to all the shit that we've oh, been man. watching lately. It's it's it's, it's probably so... a
0: good thing to go back and watch all the movies right now, just because these are. It's it's so far removed from what like cinema is today and how shitty it is, which we can talk about in our Suicide Squad review. Like, it, the studios are just they're churning out, like they're not even trying. They're they're not even trying yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's because everything's a goddamn remake. No, but like, you're, you're, they're not even trying to make movies. Like what we're getting in theaters barely qualifies as a movie.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like so, I I, I would recommend this film to anyone who hasn't seen it because it's. It's a good film. It's well put together. Yeah, just, just, I mean,
0: Mickey Rooney. Where'd you see this? Oh, I just on VOD. Okay. Uh, I think that'll do it. I don't have anything else. What about you guys? No, that's it for me. Should we check out some news? Do it. There's a lot to cover. Sweet. It's been a while. News.
2: To some, it was the fulfillment of a dream. To others, it was an instrument of destruction. A creation that could change the course of history. It was stolen from my factory. Where's the package? This is the FBI!
0: What do we tell the president? Tell me exactly why this merchandise is so important to the feds. It's a rocket. A rocket? Ow! What? What's the matter? I don't know. There's something under the seat. Oh, my. What are we doing here? What are you supposed to do? Is a bomb or something? No. I wouldn't touch that if I were you. Um, okay. So there's a bunch of news we can get to. The first thing that broke, this was a while ago now, but there is a Rocketeer remake slash sequel getting made. Mm. Does it star Jennifer Connelly? <clears throat> no. I don't care, then. However, (laughs) um, this is how the plot has been described. uh, This from the Hollywood Reporter. The new take on the Rocketeer keeps the story in a period setting and offers a fresh view on the characters set six years after the original Rocketeer and after Secord has vanished. So I guess his name is, what, like Tom Secord or something like that? Laura Secord. No. No.
1: I don't remember at all. Exactly,
0: who would? Um, after Seaborg has vanished while fighting the Nazis, an unlikely new hero emerges—a young African American female pilot who takes up the mantle of rocketeer in an attempt to stop an ambitious and corrupt oh, scientist from oh, oh. stealing a jetpack technology, in which could prove to be a turning point in the Cold War. Isn't this just what ha- is happening in Iron Man right now? Is that the comics? Uh, That's series? happening in the comics. Yeah, ones? like there's there's a there's an African American lady taking over for Tony Stark, taking over for. Really? Iron Man. She's
1: like 15. She's super intelligent. Yeah. That's in the new comic line. Oh,
3: is she the the new girl that's supposed to be the smartest person in the Marvel Universe? I think so. I Eh, I just read about that. I I had no idea she was doing Iron Man, though. That's
1: kind of cool. She created her own suit, and Tony Stark came up and was like, okay, well, awesome. You're
0: iron, Iron Girl. Well, people...
1: I'm sure nerds and and other people have heard this before, but, I mean, the translation, if you look at female, F.E. is the symbol for iron. So they're they're just like, uh, what are you? Are they going to... No one knows what they're actually going to call her yet. Obviously, Marvel does, but Mm. we'll see. Everyone's back. Okay.
0: Mm. Um, Yeah, this, uh, circling back, this is called The Rocketeers, which is like, oh, no, that's a shitty title. Plural, huh? (laughs) It's a bad, like, that's a bad title yeah it's produced by Blake Griffin. what has Blake Griffin done well he's He's played for the Los Angeles Clippers. Oh no, <laughs> so it's produced by a basketball player. Well, I don't know about that okay that's I cool. Mean, th- I have nothing. It's not, to direct, say. It's not directed
3: by him. No, so no, no, no. Who no cares that's fine. Producing it, really, it's, it's totally fine. It's just, yeah, it's, yeah, he could be a good it,
0: producer. If if you, if I was a basketball player or someone a who made his money, much, yeah, yeah, exactly. I would be building cool bridges and like financing cool movies. And yeah. well, wouldn't that make you an executive producer though? I think probably, yeah. Well, maybe he's a bit more hands-on. Maybe he's a film buff and
1: a, a great basketball player. Yeah,
0: exactly. And he knows a lot about Rocketeer lore. Yeah. I
1: can't, okay, I can't wait to see the scene you guys in this. Fans? Where you guys fans of the original? We play basketball I with Jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really like the first one. I honestly... wouldn't it come out? 92 or something like 91. that? 91. 91? Mm. Uh, I would have been 9
0: and <laughs> 91 and... I yeah. think that was the first time I ever saw Jennifer Connelly. Definitely awesome stuff there. I remember seeing the ad for this—a cool Art Deco ad of the rocketeer sort of flying up on an angle, all sort of. The helmet was so cool. Exactly, that's what sold me on it. And it just said 1991, and I remember thinking that's like two years from now or something. And it was in a Disney Adventures magazine. Do you guys remember those little, those those little those little magazines that you got at the front counter at the checkout? Uh, look, like Disney Adventures. They were they were these bad comics that they made that were tied into Disney properties that were coming out. I'm not sure my parents would let me have those. So I don't know. Yeah, Dis- right. Disney Adventures. Those were really shitty magazines back in mm. the day. But yeah, I, I remember seeing the ad in that and thinking, what Rocketeer? What even is this? <clears throat> that, it really. I tried to build my own jetpack after watching that. movie. It's so cool, and and the way it starts with that cool yellow, like bumblebee kind of airplane he's flying around in, like some sort of air show and shit. If you're if if you're an like a, a airplane buff, like this is your jam, man. Rocketeer <laughs> is for, and, and and the James Horner score, I believe, where just the, the theme to that movie's got the, that awesome like um like like you know those those hanging chimes yeah where it's like and it's just this satisfying where the bass drops i don't know the, the theme to rocketeer kicks some ass
1: now i'm going to have to watch this film again yeah mm. it's a
0: rewatch i think maybe even a review we'll see what I thought
1: my imagination was strong enough to power my jetpack,
0: but I think it's on Netflix. You were wrong, sir. Well, maybe it is now. I'll try now. Moving on to our next story. So, you guys know Luke Besson? I don't know him personally. No. I would, I, w- I would have a drink with the guy, friend, though. Friend yeah. of the show, Luke Besson. <laughs> um, so have you seen the movie Lockout?
1: Yes. Oh right. <laughs> Do you guys I know, know where, what happened I know where this is going? You guys know what happened with lockout? Yeah. Yep. So what what is lockout about? Uh, it's about Guy Pierce. <laughs> guy Pierce going in to rescue the president's daughter, who was stranded in New York I mean uh, an orbital space prison. yeah, uh, yeah, he's just a special forces guy that goes in to get her out. He's forced into doing it. Sounds similar to something, though. Something.
0: Hmm. <clears throat> so, uh. I couldn't help but think. Court rules that Luc Besson's lockout totally ripped off John Carpenter's escape from New York. No, it
1: couldn't be that one.
0: <laughs> so, a, a court ruled, uh, that Luc Besson mispaid John Carpenter $500,000, uh, because lockout, quote, massively borrowed key elements from Escape from New York. This movie's from 1981. Lockout, I think, came out in 2012. So Come we, on. I mean, in Escape from New
1: York, Snake Plissken gets forced into going into a prison colony to rescue the president's do- Wait, is it the president? It's not the president's daughter. It's the it? president. Yeah. So should we...
0: <laughs> we can do a the com- daughter in the second one? Did Let's Escape do it. Let's do a comparison. Tell me if you can know, like, which one. Oh, I don't know if I can do this because there's, there's... Okay. Because <laughs> if I say the, the date that this one takes place and you're going to go, oh, okay, this is this gives it away. I don't think we need to do a comparison. Okay. I've seen both. So tell, and... me, t- tell me which movie this is from. In a year, <laughs> a major war between the United States and the Soviet Union is concluding, and the entire island of Manhattan... Okay, you already... <laughs> <go>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the entire island of Manhattan has been converted into a giant maximum security prison when Air Force One is hijacked and crashes into the island. Uh, the president is taken hostage by a group of inmates. Snake Pliskin, a former Special Forces soldier turned criminal, is recruited to retrieve the president in exchange for his own freedom. Escape from NYC. Lockout. Emily Warnock, the daughter of the American president, leads a humanitarian mission to MS-1, an outer space prison, within which 500 of the most dangerous criminals from Earth are kept in a state of artificial sleep. Just as Emily arrives, the now awakened prisoners stage a violent rebellion, and she and the MS1 crew are taken hostage. Emile's only chance for survival, uh, salvation lies with Snow. Snow. Guy Pierce. Snow. <laughs> a wrongly convicted agent who has been promised his freedom if he saves her. I, I don't actually think this, like, well, you this know. This isn't, like, if you're going to sue for this, then there's, like, this is a slippery slope. You can, that's true, yeah. actually. You can, like, so it many sets movies. That's the president, right? right. Like, so. That th- 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 Those comparisons, to me, are, are nothing like what you have with The Raid and Dread. Now, those movies were produced, I think, congruently. I think they were in production at the same time. So, like, you can't really say one ripped the other off. But there are so many movies that are the same movie. Well, yeah. The movie sure. Oblivion would just get sued by, like, like Duncan Jones. because This is a moon ripoff. Wally, this is Wally ripoff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, the, the list goes on. You could do this. It just seems strange that five hundred thousand dollars for no. I, have you ever put those comparisons together before this case came to to the news? I never thought about it. I never thought of Tom Cruise as Wally.
1: No, is that what I are talking about? Okay. Um, <laughs> no, it's true. You know, I watched Lockout. It was kind of stupid fun. No but one
0: I, on earth thought about I, Escape I from New York. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. John, John Carpenter did. Yeah, I guess only in America, right? Yeah, only in America. Um, and I mean, Escape from New York's
1: special effects were way better than Lockouts. So like
0: Escape from New York is kind of about rescuing the president. It's more about like, hey, check out how trippy it would be if New York was a giant prison. It's it's that's what it's more about. About like the how society crumbles, you yeah. know, and what what New York would look like in those conditions. And hey, maybe in the eighties, New York, maybe we already are in a prison, huh? <laughs> Like, that kind of shit. And Lockout Lockout's, is just like a... It's like a space prison adventure. To me, it was like The Rock. The
3: Rock? No. It's
1: probably closer to The Rock, actually, yeah.
0: than it is. Oh, shit. Right? Uh, here comes another lawsuit. Another
3: La- lawsuit. Yeah, you're bored from our
0: movie, too. Okay. Bastards. So we got a bunch of trailers to go through. Oh, shit. We got the trailer for M. Night Shyamalan's.
1: <laughs> Shaman ding dong Split.
0: I'm excited. I haven't seen it. So, what did you think of this trailer, Mike?
1: I thought it did a really good job of giving me an idea what his film is going to be about. Yeah, which of. it'll be
3: nothing like well, when the actual I, I, movie comes I, out. I don't
1: know. Because uh, it's James McAvoy, who has, what, 23 different personalities that live in his body? Mm-hmm. And he's kidnapped he's three... He's kidnapped three girls to protect them from another
0: personality. So... I really like this idea. Like, he, yeah. he, 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 he's scared that his one of his personalities is going to hurt them, so he just kidnaps so them a to few keep them safe.
1: His, it seems like a few of his other personalities have, like, worked together to kidnap these girls to keep them safe from the beast. And based on the trailer, the psychologist uh, is talking about how people with multiple personalities can physically change themselves. So I'm curious to see how far Sh- Shyamalan goes with that because he like he seems to latch on there's just scene... one
0: small little specific piece of information and just run well he's yeah says like when people with different personalities can change their body physically yeah and there's a shot of his back sort of rippling and it looks like he's he's going maybe like wolfman style right oh, with like no. bones popping in his back and I, stuff
3: I'm sure that the uh, mental health community is gonna love
1: this one uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's kind of what I thought when I was watching the trailer now
0: Shyamalan's a good like he likes to play with tone a lot and like especially with his last, at least with his last movie, which really tread the line between comedy and horror a lot. Mm. More on the com on the comedy side with the visit. Yeah, I don't know geriatric we, comedy. Like, yeah, I mean. it's I liked I honestly I I like the visit guys. It's like a horror movie about getting old and how scary your weird grandparents might be.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I thought it was all right. It's definitely better than what he's been doing lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So he's sort of on the right track, which yeah. makes me
1: think that this one is going Bit, bit, be bit okay. of an upswing on that one. Yeah. Apparently, okay.
0: Joaquin Phoenix was originally cast in the James McAvoy role here in Split, which Interesting. I, oh. I really wish we had stayed there. I'm yeah, sure he yeah, yeah. turned it down for scheduling or maybe just he didn't want to do... A dong. Well, no, he did signs and he's yeah, great that's in it. What and I mean, can, like, I just want to go back there. Yeah. And he's really good in the village. Like, so I'm, I'm, I'm willing to guess that they're probably buddies. He's good in signs too. I'm sure they're friends. So yeah, I just, I don't, I don't, I, I think it's probably a little bit too pulpy and not, yeah, maybe. Up Joaquin Phoenix's alley. Now that he's, he's worked with PTA, yeah, he's a pimp now, right? So. We also got the trailer for the Great Wall, yes, starring Matt Damon. So
3: I, I am so on the fence for that. This is such a weird movie. Exactly, that's why I'm on the fence for Be- it.
0: before we get into this, I, I, can I just say that in my screening of Suicide Squad, they ran the trailer for the Great Wall. It begins with a lot of Asian actors in you know period piece armor running along the Great Wall, fighting battles. Everyone's like, okay, cool. And all then of, all of a sudden, Matt Damon, the Born, <laughs> comes out of the darkness, and my theater erupted in laughter.
1: Oh, holy shit! Is this like a sequel? For does Jason Bourne go back in time?
0: <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh,
3: in my Suicide Squad screening, <laughs> um, I actually sat beside a couple of Chinese uh, fellows, and the theater didn't laugh, but they did. They most certainly <laughs> did. <laughs>
1: This is the most expensive chinese film chinese ever film ever made ever yeah. made yeah but, but,
0: well just before on that on that topic we were just on like I feel like the last samurai starring Tom Cruise sort of fucked these this kind of movie forever like the like the the taste that that gave everybody like it's called the Last Samurai and it stars tom Cruise the, the even without knowing the plot of the movie and they just said, oh that's racist, and this is bad to have a the big Hollywood white actor. See, I'm a fan these movies. I'm actually, I like samurai stuff. I'm a fan of the last samurai. Tom Cruise is pretty good in it. I thought,
1: mm-hmm. but it's not about him. Exactly. He just happens he, to
0: be there. He isn't the last no. samurai in question, which, but, but that's a terrible title. Cause everyone sees a poster with him and it says the last samurai. Yeah. So you're fucked. The implication so it,
3: is he's the dude. Yeah. It, I
0: feel like now when it was, they see Matt Damon come out of the darkness and they, they just laugh because they, Oh, what is this? This is, Another, sh- this is shit. Yeah. But you, you're on the fence for a different reason. You just don't think... What? Yeah, well, it's about dragons uh, and shit. This thing looks awesome. <laughs> the, the Great Wall of China wasn't about keeping out... The, the, the Mongols. Mongols. The Mongols, for fuck's sakes. It was about keeping out these giant beasts, man. It's amazing. I love the premise. I'm, I'm very... Because... Cu- hold on. Let me collect my thoughts. I love the
1: premise. <laughs> I'm very curious to see how this plays out. Because it wasn't like a, an American production company that put this together. Mm-hmm. This is China casting Matt Damon in their film. It's crazy, okay, right? Let me,
3: let me just remind you of that um, Chinese movie last year, the year before. Dragon Blade? Yeah. That was awful. Yeah. With John <laughs> Cusack, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jackie Chan. And Adrian Brody. And Adrian Brody, yes, exactly. Jack, Jackie
0: Chan isn't in any good movies. They're all garbage pulp has he ever done an actual substantial movie no right um
1: well, but okay so i
3: his, see what you're saying his, but he's i still
0: like some of his
1: movies i still think they're a shitload of fun oh they're great i think his role in karate kid which really should have been called kung fu kid uh was probably... One That's
0: probably the closest thing he's ever
1: done to like a regular movie. Because it was... Even though Jaden Smith was a little bit of a punk, uh, I thought Jackie Chan was really good as this tortured man who accidentally killed his wife and child in a car accident. Okay.
0: And he's done like... He did like the Iron Monkey or something or no. What is it? The, what? No. Medallion. Oh, God. Don't even bring any of those movies up. Those movies like, like he did with like Sean William Scott and shit like that. Like those oh. are... Anyway, we're yeah. off topic. The Great Wall... You're just you're basing your skepticism on like all of the other big budget. Yeah, that's exactly it. This so, let me look up the director. He, it, it, this guy did Hero, I believe.
3: Yeah, like it, Hero it, was good. If if it had been the all Chinese cast ma- making the most expensive Chinese movie ever with this exact same story, I think I still would have been more sold. But having Matt Damon coming on the screen, and I like Matt Damon. Like I don't have a problem with him in any way, but. The mixing of the two, even though it's it's historically accurate in the sense of having white men in the country oh,
1: I've been watching Marco Polo. I know what's up i haven't is it good <laughs> it's uh season one is pretty good Season two is much better okay um, fair enough so I'll keep that in mind but anyway,
3: the point is is that it it automatically instills this bit of hesitation because of things like that that uh Adrian Brody and what were the? What was it? Dragon called? Blade. Dragon Blade. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I never going to watch that.
1: I'm very curious to see what sort of discussion. Finish it, right. I couldn't finish it. I watched <laughs> like half an hour of it and said no. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm very curious to see the discussion that this is going to prompt about like the white savior trope again. But it's but so, so but, it's such a different conversation because it wasn't Hollywood that's doing this. Yeah, it's, I know. Yeah, but who says he's a savior? He he
3: could just be there and. To That's be true. there. That's yeah. true.
0: Like this isn't perpetuating any sort of like yeah. white stereotype of dominance. It's it's yeah. made by like yeah. a, everything in it is is regulated under in a communist country. <laughs> <laughs> Watch him have as much screen time as Jared Leto does as Joker in, uh, and, as <laughs> and and as many lines and doesn't and, dude as many lines as he has in Jason Bourne, which is like twenty. Yeah. And doesn't
1: the overdub also like
3: sort of imply that he's there for greedy reasons? So he's kind of set up to be a not-so-nice guy to start with. Maybe
1: he's the bad guy. That'd be amazing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I'm I'm hopeful for this movie. I, I'm uh, stoked on the idea. It's, just, it's uh, directed by Zhang Yimou, who did uh, House of Flying Daggers. He did also uh, I like a solid, that movie. solid film. He did Hero. He did Curse of the Golden Flower. Okay, did... those are
1: all pretty pretty good films. So I mean, I have some issues with Hero,
0: I think it's a bit ridiculous. I'm not a big fan of Jet Li, but. Uh, yeah. The structure of it pisses me off curse, immensely versus how the it's moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a good one. And he also directed the 2008 Beijing opening ceremonies, which uh, I was watching the other day. Really? So on Wait, the day that the. You were watching the Beijing opening? Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's um, This is why. I found it <laughs> as hilarious as you do because the. Rio opening ceremonies were going on, and I thought to myself, oh, that's cool. Then I, I heard one of the commentators saying, like, oh, this is, a, you know, it's a very uh, elaborate opening ceremonies, but it does still pale in comparison to the 2008 opening games, which uh, cost 10 times as much as these Olympic games do. So I looked at $100 million for the opening ceremony what? in 2008. If you, if, if do you guys oh. remember what, it,
3: no I don't watch those
0: I showed Anthony at work the, the The amount of like China's really good at doing those art with people like thousands of people yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, a yeah. group doing you know extremely synchronized motions to, to create art if you dig that the opening ceremonies 2008 is the craziest shit ever like these people are in these weird cubes in the middle of the stage, and they're all going up and down, creating these, like, wave patterns and shit, and making, like, Chinese characters. They Like, they almost have, like, a computer pixel screen. Wow. But it's people making... It's insane. They I'm have, sure. like,
1: cards or whatever they're
0: flipping back and no, forth, no. right? No, no, they're in these cubes, and the cubes are, like... like Solid snake style. They're sort of standing <laughs> up and down. It's 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 crazy. Um, but, yeah, The Great Wall looks crazy. I just... The director's got it sweet pedigree so okay I'm very curious it, I don't think we're looking at a Dragon Blade situation in ter- like that's some horse shit alright directed DVD right. you, you're smart for being skeptical just cause it's that amount of like just cause it's the most expensive doesn't mean a thing yeah next year we'll have another movie like China's getting huge yeah yep. and when we start as you said the fact that Matt Damon was hired just like by a Chinese company imagine the day when we have a Chinese like the next like just a regular movie that you would think would be an American movie. Like, oh yeah, the next Captain America movie is just fully financed well, by China. a, a like, lot of the films we've watched this year. Have they kind of, is it Alibaba Films, which is a Chinese company, I believe? Star Trek Beyond had a giant yeah, like Chinese logo at the front of the movie. Yeah, yeah.
1: So the, it's changing, Captain, man. Yep. Yeah, uh,
0: the Dunkirk trailer hit the web. This is Christopher Nolan's new movie. I mean, not, a, not a lot here, I guess, right? It's a very short teaser.
1: Yeah, it's just, just some guys. Yeah, it's this atmosphere standing ready for war.
0: You probably get the sense this might not be in the movie, you mm, know?
1: I think it probably will.
0: It's just shots of them sort of standing on this pier and, and, like, an airstrike's coming in and everybody's ducks. I watched this the first time and I got, like, chills when I saw their heads sort of looking up. Slowly and they, they, they all ducked down as they, you know, like... Urgh. Um, but then I watched it again after I looked at the YouTube comments And some people said these extras Are terrible And then you look at this trailer again And some of the extras in it are like Smiling <laughs> And like like half looking at the camera And one dude in it that I can't Ever take my eyes off again that's why i hope this isn't in the movie (laughs) like he he almost looks to the other actors for like a cue for when to duck and stuff like it, it is brutal but you're you're looking at the 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 overall entire crowd yeah when you start picking individual people out you you get the sense of like the you know the actor in casino no quantum of solace who's like the background extra who's just sweeping With no broom. With no broom or something. (laughs) (laughs) He's not even touching the ground, I think. Yeah, like there's just... I think you can look up on YouTube like bad extras. (laughs) And it's just like people who are just not even touching what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, This this thing looks cool. I'm into an IMAX 65 millimeter Christopher Nolan war movie. It'll be interesting
1: to see... Because this... uh, He has gone too far in a lot of his 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 most recent films for me but that's because they're original and he can do whatever he wants Mm -hmm. this a telling of he has to be world World war two war stories
3: the story is really interesting too yeah the actual backstory is fascinating
0: yeah so like the allies were basically funneled and pushed into the town of dunkirk france and had to evacuate
3: yeah because they're gonna get crushed yeah
0: this is well before d-day yeah right it's well been, before 1940, like 40 yeah, this occurred. way before they were able to launch you know the invasion to take France back uh so I'm I'm excited for this because he's a very competent filmmaker. It's gonna look inc- insane. It's, it's basically like farmers just take your boat. We need to go to Dunkirk and get everyone the fuck out of
3: there. Yeah, like they had like 900 boats in the water to get these dudes. And dogs? it's like
0: literally like from battleships to just like a dude with a canoe and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I look forward to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's cool to see Christopher Nolan sort of moving through all the genres of cinema, sort of like testing his like flexing his cinematic muscles. like sort of like because he swings a giant hammer and whatever he hits is usually sparks to life.
1: I've enjoyed everything he's done. Sometimes there's a piece I wish wasn't in it, but you know.
0: I I hope he can make a... Because I'm thinking he's capable of making like a perfect film that's like... A best picture winner like he's going to get his James Cameron like he's going this might be his Titanic perhaps if he can Mm, if he can pull it off I I don't know if that's what he's going for but well boats do sink so (laughs) (laughs) um but (laughs) he's gonna win he's gonna win best picture and best director one day and I, I hope when he does it's for a movie that's actually worth it yeah can you imagine if it was just on one of these boats and it was a love story yeah, this sank. Oh, between, you mean between two soldiers? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you could easily Pearl Harbor the shit out of this, right? Like, you could, Dunkirk could just be straight. That's true. You know, you put in a love interest in Jennifer sh- Lawrence shit. and, uh, oh. oh, God. Who made, <laughs> Al, Al, Alden Ehrenreich, you know? Jennifer yeah. Lawrence, Alden Ehrenreich.
1: We need a, a third. Uh, for a love uh, triangle? Dane oh. DeHaan. Mm, no, okay, fine. We'll go with Dane DeHaan. I'm really stoked for um, Valerian. Valerian sounds great. Yeah, Luke Besson. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Luke Besson. Buddy, looping back to our buddy, he's got a new sci-fi movie based on Valerian comic book. Valerian and the Valerian like the Steel Worlds. Yeah, it, it, it's apparently just like Fifth Element on steroids. All right. Yeah. All right. We got an American Gods trailer. Ooh, baby! What is American Gods, Mike
3: Green? It's a adaptation of a novel by Neil Gaiman, the writer of Sandman which is a long-running... Among other things. It, well, yes, obviously, but it's, I think, what he's most famous for, <clears throat> originally, at least. Mm-hmm. So, Michael, you saw
0: this trailer?
1: I haven't seen it yet, actually. Okay.
0: Oh, I've read really? The, I've read the book. It's, uh... I, I wasn't sold on this until I saw Peter Stormare and then Crispin Glover in the, basically the same scene, just, just back-to-back. So when I found out that uh, Stormare and uh, Crispin Glover are in this thing, I'm fully on board
1: they both belong in neil gaiman stories so that's great casting damn
0: damn so this thing is like you were talking about like with the god of the internet and stuff and the god of like
1: yeah it follows like the new gods and the old gods that have came come to america with all the immigrants and just sort of what's going on between them is that Basically yeah.
3: basically yeah that's what i read of the uh, synopsis i haven't read it myself well, you haven't read it no 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 my, oh, okay. my my lady has read it and freaks out about it you're not allowed she, to bring it out of the house it, yeah she's like really told, cool she she told me to read it she has the hardcover of it but i'm not allowed to leave the house with the book yeah it's probably signed take off the, I, the I th-
1: cover of the book and then it's fine <laughs> but I, th-
3: I think because it's i think it might be signed Whatever. No. So what you do so is like, you put a,
0: you, you, Here's the trick: you put a porno magazine over around the book, and then you can read it in public, and she won't know. That you're. Re- oh, is that backwards? I think I've. Well, yeah, well, Playboy go, but...
1: doesn't have nudity anymore, so maybe they are that thick. Does it not? Seriously? No, they've changed their way. They're they're basically just Maxim now. Are they seriously? Yeah. Wow, I had no idea. They did that like a year and a half, two years ago. I think.
0: Really? For some reason, huh. I, I, think, I guess know. they want to sell more zines, and they can move them down a shelf, right?
1: Yeah, well, I figure because they're probably just like, oh shit, they don't
0: have to have that opaque white sort of clear, you know, like that big plastic opaque sheet over. Like, oh, you can't go up here; they're in bags. We we, we
1: can't compete with Pornhub. Let's just, you know, make this. (laughs) Well, I
3: mean, that actually that makes sense. Yeah, really. Um, so there's a
0: there's a remake. You guys seen the movie Splash? Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. Are they doing a remake? I know where you're going with this. Yeah, they're doing a remake of Splash, and it's awesome. And uh, what? It stars Channing Tatum as The Mermaid. The Merman. Uh, whoa. <laughs> oh, Okay. Okay, I'm on board. I'm so on board, then. Merman. <laughs> Is this just a, like a reaction to Ghostbusters? Like, are we just trolling people now? Like, let's just swap genders and just, like, it's like LOLs. It's like face swapping on the internet at this point. <laughs> it's like a face swapping app called Hollywood but this could be really good. <laughs> you guys are yeah. into this?
1: I've
3: yeah. never
0: seen Splash. It's Splash, just about falling I mean,
3: in love. Is it Daryl Hannah, right? Daryl Hannah, yeah. And, and Tom Hanks and John Candy. Um, it, I, I've, I probably haven't watched that movie in 25 Howard, years. Right? But Ron, Ron Howard. Yeah. It, I mean, it was enjoyable when I watched it, but again, that was a long-ass time ago. So I don't have any, like, you know, it doesn't hold special place okay. in my heart by any means, but I, I'm, I'm intrigued by this twist of Merman.
1: (laughs) Merman. I always think of Zoolander. That's it, right? Uh, And his co-star is Jillian Bell, who is in 22 Jump Street. She's
0: super funny. She's on uh, the Workaholics.
1: Yeah, so I I think this has a lot of potential to be ridiculous.
0: Yeah, no, it could be cool. I hope it's R-rated. I hope
1: it's ridiculous. I
0: Uh, hope it's
1: ridiculously good.
0: So Jessica Chastain is joining... Jake Gyllenhaal in the Division movie.
1: I can't believe they're actually doing this.
0: I don't even know why.
1: Is anyone even playing the Division anymore?
0: No. Nope. Didn't that
3: game come out and, like, the numbers of people yeah. playing within the next month dropped
0: by, like, 90% or yeah. something? It's cause yeah, because
1: it was not that
0: great. There's no like, content to these MMOs.
1: I played the the beta for a weekend that it came out and said, okay, I know what this is about. I don't want it, because like, I'd played... Des- yeah. you play Destiny already. Destiny is way better than this.
0: Um, So, yeah, I don't know why they're making this. It, it strikes me as like a situation where studios will often just buy the rights, like the fi- the option the film rights to a game. Like this stuff usually doesn't hit the web and doesn't make news headlines. Like studios will actually have like, they've probably optioned games that would make your jaw hit the floor. Yeah like they be like they've optioned Candy Crush into a movie You're like
2: what the fuck are well, you talking about it's they all they just contingency. they are making Tetris movies I know so.
0: but like they, they have a lot of contingencies like let me like maybe they've they've optioned like a Mount Your Friends movie <laughs> The Spinning Dicks um, do you know what I'm saying that like, might actually be an interesting film an example <laughs> an, exa- an example of this is like similar to the division. I just can't believe they're they might be going. They're casting the division, which is insane. Like like they're moving forward with this yeah, why development. Don't stop
1: the buck here well, and save yourself. I the... think the
0: thing with this it's...
1: is, is it's a Tom Clancy story, right? So it's already
0: mm. no. It's like Tom Clancy signed his name. To yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Ten exactly, years ago, right? right? He doesn't really. He didn't actually write anything. Well, about before it? his death, he uh, okay. he had already like licensed his name out. Like no direct. That's like he's been he's been. Dead for a few years now, I believe. Um, <laughs> right. Well, no, I know I know he's dead. Yeah, but yeah. I,
1: I just thought that he actually this was based on that leads, something. That,
0: no, but there's some clout. I wonder if the movie, like, do you think Ubisoft's trying to release like Tom Clancy movies or something like that? Like, you know, like Tom Clancy's The Division. Well, will it be actually t- branded that way in in the final, like, in the movie? I don't, I don't know. Uh, but where I was going with this is. As you said, just stop production now because clearly no one's playing this. There's no attachment to this game in popular culture. Just yep. don't even bother forcing the shit down You're our throats. You're just
3: going to throw the money away.
0: Yeah. So um, there's an example of this. Mike Lynn, do you remember a game called Dark Void? It was a jetpack, rocketeer-looking yes, game. You get in this yeah. little this UFO thing. you that fine. on Xbox? Like the f- yeah. yeah. It was on 360 and okay. PS3 bombed absolutely bombed i think ea poured a ton of money into this game dark void it's it
1: looked cool but it, it did. just it didn't. was
0: it was like a jetpack ufo kind of game you fly around and, to different like floating islands and yeah was it looked cool absolutely bombed but brad pitt was optioned and attached to that at one point uh and and that thing just bombed so they just like quietly put it away <laughs> You know, like you, you, if it hits well, then you sort of say, "Yeah, we're already making this into a movie." Yeah. But if it doesn't, you just leave it. I mean, I don't. You got to have money to throw away, I guess, in order to do that. But uh, I'm pretty sure they do. They do. The last story of the evening. You guys remember the Gambit movie? Yeah,
2: yeah. You yeah. mean
0: like I remember how much I enjoyed seeing it in the theater? Because yeah, it already, it probably is already like on, like already supposed to come out by yeah. now, maybe. <laughs> Um, Actually, September, wasn't it? Release date September this year. I remember it was on our... It was our, on our to-watch. It was on our... No, it was on our VVP, like, yeah. at, maybe at one point last year, because I have our podcast calendar, like, right now it's up till April of 2017. We've got this show planned out, folks. Uh, but don't let that stop you from <laughs> suggesting things. Ga- yes, Gambit was on our list at one point. Uh, but Simon Kinberg says, like, it's, it is still in development. And... Uh,
1: well, Channing Tatum's busy being a mermaid. Merman. merman I know, right? Merman. Uh,
0: he says, I think the truth oh, man. <laughs> is when you have these movies that you need a very special and unique tone, it takes a little while to find that tone. Deadpool feels like it exploded out of nowhere, but it was a 10-year development process on that movie. I think it was honed over those 10 years. I hope that Gambit doesn't take 10 years, but it, <laughs> <laughs> it takes oh, a little wow. honing to get the tone right uh, and the voice exactly right. The character has such a specific voice in the comic in the same way that Deadpool does, blah, blah, blah. I don't think Channing Tatum can do him justice, honestly. You're going to have to make it rated R, which they won't Remy do. Remy LeBeau? Um, so speaking of movies that they should have made rated R. Suicide Squad? Or probably... I thought Suicide Squad was R, but I was it, totally it, wrong. It, it might as well be. Like It It feels like kids under thir- like 13-year-olds should not be seeing this shit. No. Uh, unfortunately folks We have to move on To our review Of Suicide Squad This is not Gonna go well At least from my end I don't know about you fellas so. <laughs> It'll be interesting To
1: see what we gotta say Ooh, ooh.
3: You got it's a nanite explosive. It's the size of a rice grain, but it's powerful as a hand grenade. You disobey me, you die. You try to escape, you die. You otherwise irritate or vex me, and guess what? You die.
1: I'm known to be quite vexing. I'm just forewarning you.
3: Ladies, shut up. This is the deal. You're going somewhere very bad to do something that'll get you killed. But until that happens, you're my problem. So was that like a, a pep talk? Yeah, those was pep talk. Grab what you need for a fight. We're wheels up in ten. You might
0: want to work on your team motivation thing. You heard of Phil Jackson? Yeah. He's like the gold standard, okay? Triangle, bitch. Study. So that was a clip from Suicide Squad. Figuring they're all expendable, the U.S. intelligence officer decides to assemble a team of dangerous, incarcerated supervillains for a top-secret mission. Now armed with government weapons, Deadshot Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Killer Croc, and other despicable inmates must learn to work together. Dubbed Task Force X, what criminals unite to battle a mysterious and powerful entity, while the diabolical Joker launches an evil agenda of his own. Suicide Squad was written and directed by David Ayer and it stars Will Smith, Margot Robbie, Jared Leto, Jai Courtney, Joel Kinnaman, uh, and Viola Davis. So this was a a highly anticipated movie, guys, coming in here. I was super
1: excited. Hell yeah. The trailer was the bomb.
0: The trailer was the bomb. That was its downfall, I think. And people thought this thing was gonna be sort of the 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 breath of fresh air, maybe that's coming after the shittiness we got of BVS, Batman versus Superman. Why can't we get a more fun, less dark and dour superhero movie? And Mike's passing out already.
1: Oh, wow.
0: This one didn't go well, I don't think, did it? Well,
1: I'm very curious, because David Ayer has come out and said, no, this is my cut of the film. This is this he's, is he's, it. He's owning it, right? But there's so many articles uh, about people saying, like the insiders, that there were two versions spliced together of this film. The reshoots were to make that work as seamlessly as possible. Hmm. And it was all due to the reaction of A, Batman versus Superman, and B... The trailer that was cut together originally, which was super fun, yeah, which wasn't at all apparently what the film was about. Nope. <laughs> so they panicked and said, "We need to do that."
0: Yeah, and I heard that. I heard that happening back when the trailer in BVS came out, and I I thought that can't be right. Surely they wouldn't be this dumb. <sighs> and they they they, they scramble together this stuff all in this short time. Guys, let's crack into this monstrosity. Uh. michael lynn what did you think of suicide squad
1: uh much like the film i'm of two minds here okay. uh, because for a lot of parts and i say parts because this film is just a bunch of parts thrown together Yep. i was actually entertained there were a, a few jokes that i really enjoyed and there was some good action uh i liked a couple of the characters like margot robbie was really good as harley uh, Will Smith, not bad as Deadshot. I was entertained way more during this film, at least until the last 30 minutes, uh, in this film than Batman versus Superman, or even Man of Steel. Okay. I, I'm a big Superman uh, <clears throat> fan, but this movie <laughs> kind of outshone both of those uh, dour DC movies that we've gotten so far in that department. It's a mess. It is totally a mess, but I'm kind of looking at it like... I go to the theater and watch shitty movies from time to time, knowing it's gonna be awful. Like the Last Witch Hunter, which I thought was better than <laughs> Batman vs Superman, because um, it had actually sort of made sense, even though it was stupid. Yeah, we, I still
0: in- we reviewed this on our
1: on the show, but only only I did because oh. you guys were you just like, fuck this. We're not going to
0: watch this film. We, we, <laughs> I feel so bad about this one. We said we would review The Last Witch Hunter and then... J- I show
1: up and I'm the only one that's seen the movie. <laughs> Red and I just... <laughs> <laughs> we didn't go. Uh man. Uh, so I, I, I have, there's a special place in my heart for bad movies that I at least sort of have fun with. And for a good portion of Suicide Squad, I
0: kind of had fun with
1: it, but only part of it. And then the second half of the film is just not good.
0: Okay, so you, you were on board. You were having fun with the whole intro, first 40 minutes. Ca- you, you, were, you were having fun with all that? I kind of liked it. The, okay. the okay. tone was all
1: over the fucking place. Oh. The soundtrack doesn't make any sense at all Like when you listen to it together. The, the people who created the trailer apparently made this cut, so they were just throwing songs that they thought might fit with whatever was the happening pe- on screen.
0: The people who made the trailer yeah. made this cut. Yeah, the-
3: kind of accurate from what I what I watched in a, a video of some sort. Basically what it was explained there was that they the reaction to the trailer was really good. So they took David Ayer's cut, they gave it to these people that made the trailer, they made their own cut, yeah. then they showed both films to test groups and made a super cut from both the David Ayer and this video trailer company, like it, both of those,
1: became the movie that was, the and that's record. where the reshoots came from to make that cut work a little better. What kind um, of mon-
0: monstrous science experiment is this? It's the yeah. Frankenstein
1: monster. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I recognize that the tone was all over the place. The music was fun at times. It was weird choices. It didn't seem to go with what was happening on screen. Mm-hmm. But I still I like I like the character. There's a lot of charisma in these characters that still made it through somehow for me. Uh, so I, I giggled a few times. Wow. And
0: fucking I, so disagree. Once once again, <laughs> once
1: again, there's been such a dearth of anything entertaining this year that I'm just I'm starved. Anything <clears throat> that's remotely entertaining. I <clears throat> think me, that's
0: yeah. why people are pissed off. I think so. That this one sucked. Yeah, we needed something good. Born sucked
1: last week. Yeah, it, most <laughs> of them have been largely forgettable. At least this one, I'm 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 gonna remember Suicide Squad because it's just a mess. But there and there are moments that I enjoyed. There were highlights, okay. so it's gonna stick with me. So at least it has that going for it.
0: And I guess we can once we get into the stinger on this one, we can really determine if we're gonna get more Suicide Squad. Mm. Mike Green. In your green shirt, bring, bring bring your green hat. Um, <laughs> what do you think of suicide squiz? Sui- <laughs> su- suicide squibs. Suicide squibs. Um, yeah. It's like a bunch of squibs, you know. You know those little blood yeah. pa- pouches and yeah. I know what a squib is. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm, I, I know I'm what aware. Is. I'm, I'm aware. Okay, of I a watch
3: squib. special features.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: Okay. All right. So anyway, um. Sort of in the same sort of boat that uh, our friend Mike here is in. I, Mike, I, cool. You're Mike, Mike, come Mike on. Let's cool, get this right. right. You're right. You're right. God, You're right. We gotta um, figure the, this out the, one way. Right? <laughs> the, the, the movie felt um, schizophrenic. Like oh it, yeah. It, it, yeah. There were there was too many voices trying to make themselves heard. I kind of felt like um, it, it was definitely a mess. But at the same time, I still had some laughs. I still enjoyed a good amount of the movie um I, <laughs> there are plenty of problems um <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: God. it makes my head hurt
3: yeah <laughs> but, but but to you know to 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 say for for Jared leto at least um he had some ridiculously big shoes to fill like pr- the previous Jokers that we've been blessed with so far have been phenomenal.
0: What, with Nicholson and...
3: Nicholson and... and Ledger. And, and Ledger, yeah. I mean, But they've
1: both sort of been grounded in their insanity. D- agreed. But, but the point being is that
3: when, when you've got those guys to have to stack yourself up to, I think there's a lot of pressure there as an actor because we know that, that Jared Leto can act. We know this already. Mm-hmm. The guy, he's not some schmuck. Like, the guy can actually play a role. So I almost feel like he felt this overwhelming pressure <clears throat> from what he had to stack up to. And <laughs> from what I read about his onset antics, I think he maybe went a little overboard... And yeah, I heard about yeah. some yeah nonsense. Yeah, he he went a little nutty on on set with this one.
0: There's a lot of weird rumors about what happened on set of this movie. And who knows how
3: much of that is true? I kind of take everything with a grain of salt. But none of that's time, on screen. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> none of it. Like they David Ayer put them through interic- police interrogation, uh, like actual police interrogation. What? Hmm. Why? Situations. I to know. make them feel like criminals, to, S- boot, to boot camp kind yeah, of these, exactly. these, pe- camp. these actors, you know, kind of like Saving Private Ryan, where 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 all of the actors except for Matt Damon went through a really rigorous boot camp, and that was so that they all hated Matt Damon. Yeah, it's I a am thing directors do. Dumbfounded really what that air did this yeah yeah there's a ton of shit like there's i feel like there's a lot of exaggerated nonsense about what went on on set like people's like oh yeah they fucking murdered people and ate their bones on set and shit <laughs> i haven't heard that one yet <laughs> <laughs> um spread it around
1: though yeah, heard it I here first start exactly <laughs>
0: the rumors here so yeah um it, it's still, it's still somewhat worked for you. It seems <laughs> to, to
3: some to some degree it worked. But again, I mean, you, you've
0: really only spoken about the Joker, but he, he's barely in it,
3: right? So. no, I know. Well, th- that's that's only one aspect of the film. But I mean, and we'll get to it, uh, you know, in more depth as we go. But um, you know, I sort of give because of my like love for comic books as I grow up, and my enjoyment of comic book movies. I, I tend to give them a bit more of a pass than the average film. Um, but on, on a whole, I still had some fun during this movie. But at the end of the day, it, it, it is still a, a complete it's a mess. mess. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's the a, word is going around. It's a beautiful, beautiful mess. It's a beautiful mess, yeah. <laughs> it, visually, okay, so visually, it's really fun to look at. So if, if we just pretend there's no actual story happening and you just look at the things that are happening on screen... Um lots of entertainment happening there, lots of uh pretty colors <laughs> but um yeah, the the story wise it's it's kind of
1: Coo-coo. on that I, n- <laughs> I just need to jump in here and say comics and films need to stop treating archaeologists like they're morons yeah okay yeah like Kara what's Kara delvine is that is her name I think so Cara, no, who plays uh enchantress it, she goes down into a hole June 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 the doctor goes down finds like all of these skulls and some weird idols and snaps
0: the head off of one <laughs> and then gets possessed well like okay so what the shit is that <laughs> you're you're speaking about characters in a, in, a, in a in a in the opening <laughs> 10 minutes of a of a
1: yeah but she i'm an archaeologist oh this looks cool let's break it in half Okay. Yeah, that's
0: that's what I want to do when I'm an archaeologist. I, okay, you just more mean like, let me like, why am I breaking artifacts? Yeah, well, okay. I mean,
1: I the, I understand there could have been so many other ways to portray. She accidentally drops it and it shatters. And yeah. She like, but no, they had to make her look like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> the scientists usually well, look like more. Good, good
0: decision, ear. What yeah, she the is, shit? She's a girl. I mean, come on, girls uh. don't know what they're doing. They're girls. So that immediately takes the score down, like at least one point for <laughs> uh,
3: that. Then we'll we'll get to more for, where for Michael. <laughs> you're gonna- Okay, yeah. should
0: I get into my thoughts here, guys? Yeah, please do. Do it. Hit, um, this. Hit this. This movie is—I uh, I said on Twitter—this is a dumpster fire. <laughs> 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 and you said it's a fun mess. I—I dis- I disagree. This mess—it—it it, it, it gives me a headache. You didn't laugh at all. Not really. Okay. Um, it—it it gave me like a—it—it it, it hurts to watch this movie. Wow. Um, and not in like the way that like I mean it, it, it's. I, I still didn't hate it, but it it literally hurts to watch this movie. Like, the editor doesn't care about me at all. <laughs> That's fair, actually, because it's all over the place. Oh, my God. Um, th- there's no easing us into this movie. Like, th- there's there's no sort of prologue that really sets this stuff up. We we immediately get thrown into, I think, Deadshot's prison we, story, doesn't, right?
1: Doesn't it start... Really? I think is it, so. Is that... I right? Thought, didn't we, start... I think we come into
0: a, his prison... Cell, yeah, we, we
3: meet each of the characters already imprisonment, and then we do a flashback.
0: So yeah, the editing immediately. Where, where does the Vi- Viola
1: Davis thing? No, it, it, it no
3: really, idea. No, it, it opens it opens on the meeting with Viola Davis and the the chief of police from in the from, restaurant. Yeah,
1: yeah, because it immediately just goes into from hey, we're, we're talking about these characters. Like that's where you're like, okay, what? Yeah. Who are yeah. What, what are what,
0: yeah. There's there's no prologue. There's no sort of story setup like, oh here's maybe what the sort of instigating moment, the sort of the inciting incident to use a screenwriting term. There's no sort of spark that sort of why do we need to bring these ragtag you know, the, the only option we have is to put this team together. We can no one else can do this job. Like that should that we don't get that spark anywhere, but and we should be getting that in the opening five minutes, perhaps, mm-hmm. and that's what you get in the Avengers. Mm-hmm. As bad as the Avengers has in a ter- it's great movie, but in terms of s- some story elements, kind of poorly done. Um, but it, the, the first five ten minutes of Avengers, you immediately know, like, oh, we need all of the. All the superheroes right now. So they've stolen yeah. they've stolen the Tesseract cube. And we know that Loki is gonna do some crazy shit. This is like this is a big job. We yeah, can, this is a big deal. This calls for everyone, and then mm-hmm. we cut to the Avengers. We don't get any justification for why we need the suicide squad, do we?
3: Well they say what if Superman was a terrorist? That's yeah. that's all we get. What if
1: he decided to fly down and rip the Roof of the White House off and steal take that president. And okay. Take him into space. Cue, cue, cue. There's a lot of there's a few times throughout the film where they say, "What if the next Superman was he, our enemy?" Was our enemy? Okay,
0: yeah. yeah. Dark side. <laughs> yeah. So they're they're
1: alluding to that really
0: heavily. Um, yeah, but yeah, we we're we're, we're, we're we're there's no easing us into this movie. Mm-hmm. We're just <laughs> these guys would all be fucked against <laughs> Dark Side anyway. But, but <laughs> like at, at, on the on the opening upon the opening of this movie, we're just essentially. Just lost in a in a morass of character intro, in, introductions. Like I don't even know where yeah. I am, and I'm just swimming through these. Like we we get titled card drops that disappear before you can even you can't read them. Read all. what's on them. I, I I know there's really great tidbits on there, including Margot Robbie revealed as the the person who killed Robin. Yeah, is is in her opening little bio, but it flashes by so quickly.
1: I didn't even see that.
0: No. I saw it on an an article online, so you don't... I don't know. That was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, just to jump in with that note, this film would have been far better served if they focused on, say, Deadshot, who is Will Smith, so he's obviously the main character, and maybe Harley. We don't need to know who the others are because they don't know who each other is. Mm -hmm. So throughout the film, they can learn... While we can. Exactly. Uh, but no, they just have to make sure everybody knows
0: who, who's, who's who in well, ex- the ex- Who's ex- who in the zoo? Ex- ex- <laughs> yeah.
3: Except for Slipknot. Like, I mean, the editing here is <laughs> yeah. like it, that's it, true. It
0: feels like someone hit the shuffle button on these scenes. Like, they just hit, you know, on your phone. Yeah. You just hit shuffle. Yeah. That's what they fucking did with the editing program and the timeline. They just, just hit shuffle. We're, we're
1: introducing all of them. Does the just order... Shuff, just does, shuffle it. Does the order matter?
0: No, just do whatever. And also hit shuffle on... Like, this. this movie is the equivalent of a DJ just hitting play on an iPod in front of, like, a giant crowd. <laughs> uh-huh. So, the Joker is the greatest villain in the history of comic books, right? For wow. sure. Mm.
1: I don't know
3: if I agree with that. He's, 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 a, very,
0: he's a very iconic. I think who? he's, who? Yes, I think he's iconic. I yeah, think Doctor Doom agree is, that honestly. Okay, so, like, greatest in terms of just the, 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 the most... He's arguably the most iconic villain I like would say. not the best but the greatest you know the, the most notable he's he's up there but anyway do you do who, who would you say is doesn't matter it doesn't matter there's so many there, that's why there's... that's why it's probably joker right it it has to be and our introduction to him in this movie is so anticlimactic. i didn't even know i was looking at him at first like we just we sort of pan the camera around him and he's just sitting at a dinner table that's that. That's our intro to the Joker. Like, Just having some food. And, and like, I'm not a huge fan of the Dark Knight, but the way we get him in that movie is unbelievable. We, like all of the introdu- like the bank heist at the opening of Dark Knight. Yeah. All of the villains are masked in Joker masks, so we don't really know who is who. Yeah. And then finally, we off get comes the, f- the mask. Yeah, they, they off each other, and we get Joker as the final man.
1: That great intro line: "What doesn't kill you makes you stranger." Stranger,
0: it's amazing. Yeah, you need to introduce the Joker. He's a special character. You don't just cut to him sitting at a goddamn dinner table talking. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Do you agree? No, I agree. I agree. He, like, are, am I aff- supposed to be afraid of this guy? The, he, the what j- is he? He's not even doing anything. The Joker is an
1: afterthought in this film. He doesn't really ever do anything. And just... I think,
0: I think this is the problem with
3: DC comic movies so far as a whole is that they don't treat the characters that the movies are about with the respect that they're supposed to have like that is as the real pe- as thing. real people kind of as, well, as actual. just as real people just like the, the set the setting up of, so of who, all the, who they
0: are
1: or, and why they're there so far all of the DC characters have been acting as if they were just random different people. Yeah. Like that's there's no respect for the source material. Marvel's nailing that shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's absolutely. no Robert Downey Jr. equivalent in this universe. Like not even with it's, Ben Affleck. I don't think no. it's
3: even about the actor. I think it's just about the writing and how they set up the interactions and how how the characters are portrayed.
0: Um but so so the, the the way that these characters are introduced in the montage sort of style with like top 40 radio hits yeah. just strung together I mean it makes so much sense now that when you said it they was cut together from the trailer the, the, group the the, tra- the the trailer team Mhm because it it the first 40 minutes of this actually fe- it, it feels like a f- 40 minute trailer <laughs> <laughs> Yeah okay I could see I've that. never seen anything like this. Like, yeah. it, it literally just, like, one song will end, and then it'll cut to another song, just, like... Completely dif- different song. And and and, 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 and where that n- the next song sort of initiates is just sort of in the middle of a scene where, where nothing... Ha- like, there's no sort of... It doesn't... You know, there's no drop with with the a, a scene change. It's just... It looks like they just dropped MP3s into the timeline of the editing program of this movie. Just yeah. literally went to their music library. They had the rights to like all of just sweet music, just like their entire library they just purchased. They just like, what do you want? Just drag in some fucking Eminem. There we go. Drag in some goddamn stones. There we go. There was some was Zeppelin. Like, goddamn yep. queen. Good to go. What do you guys think? <laughs> It feels an awful lot like a film project. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it feels really, like, almost directly informed by Guardians of the Galaxy. Would you guys agree with with Oh, yeah. With, oh, yeah. I'm sure they were given that direction. Yes. 100%. like percent The way that Guardians opens with, you know, like... Uh,
2: no, 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 no.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, uh.
0: But they're not just skipping
1: around, introducing characters, like, skipping between the iPod songs that like that you're saying. Well that's
0: right? what th- that's what that's that's what Star-Lord's doing. It's just on a fucking yeah, but cassette it's just, tape. It's just him and we just stick with him. No, and they write the the, the actual mixtape has sentimental value. It's in it's written into the plot of the movie. It's it's a really sense. touching little thing, right? So I mean maybe you p- you put that into Suicide Squad if you're going to make a playlist movie then maybe like one of the characters maybe might comment on that, and then it might be a little more meta and interesting. And I don't fucking know.
1: Mm. I just think it's out of place with this.
0: Um, yeah, it's Guardians is a little more tongue in cheek and winking at the camera, I guess. Why couldn't you make that? Deadpool came out a bit too late in the pro in the game, probably for Suicide Squad. Although no, they probably had time. Batman v Superman came out after. Yeah, well, they started the reshoots
1: after Deadpool, so...
0: I'm surprised they didn't make it R. I know. They should have. I mean, it's t- it's it's times like these where... This is what I thought when I was watching Suicide Squad, when all these absolutely terrible character introductions are shoddily edited together in the most lazy way possible. It made me appreciate one of my favorite films of all time, Steven Soderbergh's Ocean's Eleven, and how amazingly perfect and elegant and concise each of those character introductions is mm-hmm. how distinct each person is well, that's the trick me.
3: with an ensemble movie right is how you bring those people in and make the audience care about who those people are
0: and 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 but he, he, so oceans 11 does it in such an efficient way um and just it's so it's just so elegant and, yeah. and, and, and and this is so clumsy we get like we don't just get one flash to each character we get like Multiple, Multiple and they're scattered all about. Like we don't, you know. And and what Ocean's Eleven did so great is that it cut together the explanation of their plan mm-hmm. and the execution of their plan kind of at the same time. So you you you. It's more efficient that way. It's more elegant that way. You save the audience time. You don't have to watch them explain the plan to you, mm-hmm. and then and then do the plan. go do the plan. You actually intercut those elements together so that you're actually when when Viola Davis when Amanda Waller who's pretty badass I will admit but her badassery is really unearned and forced uh but when when she starts introducing all the characters and then we have to like see them multiple times it, it's just ridiculous uh Ocean's Eleven is just my favorite movie ever and this just shits all over my uh my dream guys <laughs> you know, I'm just
1: thinking, why couldn't they have just had the bad guy strike, then
0: she pitches the team? Right. Like, And then you sort of have the yeah. introductions there. Um, so we don't, correct me if I'm wrong, but we don't even really know what the main threat, the sort of main plot line of the movie is until about halfway through the film. Yep. So let's get to spoilers for Suicide Squad starting right now. I guess the big twist here is that when they finish their their initial mission, it's just Amanda Waller who they're rescuing, Yeah, and she's not really even in danger. She's just at the control centers.
3: Well, she's still stuck in New York. Which, actually, I have to admit, I I didn't see it coming. When they said, we have to go rescue this person, I didn't even click in that it was going to be her for me, which I was a little surprised by. I was like, oh, shit. How did I not see that?
0: It's a decent little twist to it. Yeah. Yeah. but then we at this point we do we even really know what the, the main thrust of the movie is? Yeah, uh, like what's what's the main plot at this point? I mean, celestial goddess. So I guess how enchantress er- wants to destroy the world. We should have <laughs> opened the movie on her getting possessed, and then that threat is looming from the beginning. Yeah. Instead of having her, she her story just sort of peppered in with the other, with the other ragtag idiots. There is no, yeah, you know, like I, 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 you can't separate her out. I thought she, I thought Enchantress was one of the Suicide Squad. Well, she, she originally she was. was, she I was, guess.
3: but she kind of got off on her own. But the the thing with the Enchantress that really bothered me about this movie was the ridiculous love tr- story between her and Joel Kinneman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, completely useless. It made no difference to the story. It didn't drive anything at all. It was completely unnecessary.
1: It uh, added that little bit of conflict at the bar when Will Smith was like, hey, you know what? You're sleeping with... Yeah, so son. what? Yeah, whatever. Unnecessary.
0: Also unnecessary. Did you get to the part in the dossier where it said I was sleeping We're with her? her heel so, heel heel heel. I actually thought that Rick Flagg, so Joel Kinnaman's performance as rick flag I, act, I actually thought he was really good in this movie it was no, pretty good I, yeah i, I thought him. he was the only person who actually gave a shit kind of and actually said i'm, I'm still gonna try to act by the way i don't, I don't know, know I, th-
1: I thought honestly thought that margot
0: robbie and will smith were i,
1: I, I think margot robbie sucks but no, will smith, no i really liked margot no? robbie okay. yeah
0: I, I thought will smith was good in this too uh but yeah. i thought joel kinnaman actually I mean, he, he sold it in a few scenes, I, I I mean, with terrible dialogue, where he's, you know, saying, like, her soul traps the, you know, her sword traps the souls of whoever she kills. I
1: mean, how do you deliver that line? Yeah, All, yeah. Also. With a straight face. Why the hell is Katana even
0: in this film?
1: No clue. No clue. You can
0: cut. She says one line. You guys think you can Two cut? Two lines?
3: It? She's, she's completely used.
0: And they're in Japanese and English. She can speak English, but then she can't. I don't know what the... You you cut three to four characters from this movie, right? Yeah. And they they try at least once. They whiplash gets his head knocked slip off. Slip 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 yeah. As soon as
1: he showed up, I was like, Oh, they didn't they didn't bring him up at all. Yeah, there's He's no backstory. Die. He's the first to <laughs> yeah. die.
0: Yeah. There's no character bio for this <laughs> guy.
1: Which is too bad because uh He's a red shirt. I like him. And we got Captain Boomerang, who is the biggest, like, racist Australian not even racist. So a lot but, of people like,
0: think that's what Tom Hardy's uh so Tom Hardy turned down Kevin the Boomerang. Suicide Squad. He was going to play Rick Flagg, actually. Oh, oh, which I thought maybe actually that's pretty okay, pretty cool. But at this point, Tom Hardy, like you, you lucked out. Yeah, you dodged a bullet, my, he, br- my he, brother. Well, well, he 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 got to make the Revenant instead, so uh, not too bad, not too not bad not too at bad. all, not too bad. Um, but, but yeah, I think Rick Rick Flag, Joel Kinnaman, does a good job with what he's given which is nothing. <laughs> um,
1: I think one of my biggest laughs in the film actually came from when they're in the bar and Joel Kinnaman says, okay, you guys can just leave. You're, you're free to go. And Jai Courtney just grabs a beer and leaves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's an am- that is an amazing scene. <laughs> it's like, all right, um, he's out. Yeah, I, I did
0: like that. that. I did get a giggle there. Um, but would you, would you guys agree that there's like, you normally a movie would set up, the payoff for the threat early on so that you actually have a justification for putting together this team mm-hmm. right? Other than just a vague as we said earlier what but, if Superman was evil? Or but, just, but like, that's, that's not good enough that's, for that's me. A,
3: that's a problem for me actually if, if the idea if their justification is what if Superman was a terrorist look at the group they put together
0: <laughs> that is so. It, Captain ba-
3: Captain Boomerang. He throws
0: boomerangs. He has no super strength. We, we we need to be shown a reason why the government would do something this ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and stupid. Even off the record, right? Like Harley, even even not on the books. Harley has no. She has stu- a bat.
3: She she yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she hits people with a baseball bat. Yeah, she has she has no powers. She has, she's a regular person with with fighting skills.
0: Like big deal turning would you guys think the turning to the suicide squad would be the last resort yeah not like what it seems to be the first one yeah um well and nothing so high profile and the way like this is not oh no exactly but and the way that the agency like amanda waller has control over the suicide squad or, or sorry at least um the enchantress. the enchantress like is this drag is this fucking dragonheart <laughs> <laughs> like it's that yeah. like, voodoo doll she has or? my heart is you're literally voodoo dolling her heart
1: and shit so explain to okay what maybe you guys have an explanation here that i failed to see in this dumpster fire <laughs> so viola davis waller has the heart of enchantress therefore can control her over threat of death she starts stabbing the heart but newly broken idol brother uh, somehow manages to save her. So, was it just that, Incubus? Was it, I think is yeah, his name. Yeah, Incubus. yeah. So, did they just not know that there'd be another? I, I know. I know they didn't know there was a be, be a being, but how does he save her if they still have her heart?
0: Like he's um, you know, he's they, powering they, they, her up. He's the guy from Thor. It's like that that big giant knight dude from Thor. Heimdall. So, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Like that metal robot, uh, that metal oh, robot the guy. destroyer.
1: Yeah. I don't understand how he can stab her in the chest <laughs> to stop her from yeah, well, dying. The, the, what the, the, thing, fuck?
3: the thing that bothered me was that in in the scene where they're at like the White House or wherever the hell they were for that meeting, and she, she's like, go get it, girl. And she steals the, the code book. From Iran. From Iran. Couldn't she just go and, here's my heart, thanks, see ya. Yeah, she could totally just
0: grab it. Take it. I thought that was badass. Because of Stuxnet. Well, that was a (laughs) cool
3: scene, but then right away, (laughs) I'm like, um... What? Like, she pulled,
0: like, basically a Quicksilver.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so, basically, the whole thing is set up because Enchantress can subconsciously summon herself into being while the doctor, Jane or whatever, is sleeping? Like, how come she hasn't done that before?
0: I'm not sure. <laughs> like, yeah. is, there's just so many stupid things. Oh, the one about... thing I will say that wasn't stupid, um, re- really fantastic shot, I thought, where uh, the Enchantress puts her hand on the table. Oh, and it feel- peels back and the and then hand the, goes the other way? The black hand grips really underneath her that. hand and then just slowly just turns her hand over. And then she's... And then she's like the, the, the black... Yeah, Amazing. Yeah. yeah. But did David Ayer really direct this movie? Like, did... <laughs> Like this is the guy who did Fury. I know I, this guy kind of sucks. Like he did Sabotage, which is dog shit.
1: I don't think he directed the one that we got. He directed a lot of it. Like, b- but last week he didn't. I don't, he didn't put it together. That's I don't, the thing.
0: I don't think Paul Greengrass directed Jason Bourne. Like I don't. I don't think he did. Do you as, think he as, just let as one of his interns. <laughs> as, do it? as we said, as Rob said last week, he needed a new house. He needed a new house. I think David Ayer needed a new house. <laughs> and I think just a second unit guy. Did all the work. work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not, right? Why the hell not? Um, So I want to ask you guys about Harley Quinn. You guys really liked her. I thought that her performance was really bad. Okay. Um, Where, I mean, she has really the worst lines, I think, in the movie, perhaps, where she's talking about, like, you know, I'm known to be quite vexing. Like, where she gets a New Jersey accent from falling into a vat of acid. I didn't hear a New Jersey accent when she was Yeah, I didn't
3: understand
1: that
0: The scientist.
3: I didn't understand version. that scene with the vat of acid at all.
0: That's supposed to
1: be the whole throwback to how Joker was originally created. I like that. So I have but to ask shouldn't,
3: you, shouldn't she have come out looking all I
1: like, think she'd maybe de- like that's what I that that's mean, what I want to know. So her his, skin wasn't so pale before she went in. I so kind of no.
0: like this idea that Harley Quinn is just a literally a female Joker, like like created yeah. In the exact same way, yeah, right? Just a, 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 a someone who's completely insane falls into a vat of acid, uh, and you put makeup on your face to hide your weird scarred face, which Jared Leto didn't even have. He's like a perfect supermodel-looking... Yeah, but he's got a nice grill going on. Yeah, he's Alien from... You know, James Franco, Alien from... Uh, oh, spring, <laughs> spring Breakers. Spring Breakers, you right? You want to
1: know how I got this grill? <laughs>
0: Check out all my shit. I bought it. Check out all <laughs> yeah. my
1: shit. And the tattoo Looking on his hand. Look at all my The weird hand tattoo on, or mouth tattoo on his hand that he just puts over. Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. whole draw a mm-hmm. mustache on your mm-hmm. finger thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really bad. I mean,
0: he has a tattoo on his forehead that says damaged. I mean, damaged. It's, it's, some of this is cringeworthy stuff, guys. Like, yeah. I can't believe this was... But this is all David Ayer, right? Like
3: I don't he, know. Wouldn't he have to give the final approval on I all of the design? I this
0: don't is, know.
1: This came in before the movie was recut, so it's totally David Ayer. Yeah. Maybe when they first, when when
3: public first saw the first image of Joker and they had all these tattoos, people were
0: shitting themselves back then too. I know. I, I, I know. clearly remember that. Which is like the ha 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 ha. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. Yeah. Um, the putties. I hated the henchmen. Oh my god,
3: you thought them putties too? <laughs>
0: So the the henchmen in this are these weird bubbled guys. Yeah. This is the laziest dog shit way for you for you to create tension in your movie.
3: For for easily Mm. easily killed off
0: bad guys. With with no remorse. Oh no remorse. You know, oh we can't make the suicide squad just kill cops or something or kill or who do we make them civilians. Who do we make them chop through needlessly? And I'm thinking to myself, well, if if you're just inventing enemies for them to cut through, then this isn't even interesting or exciting, right? Yeah. Oh no, no. They still need to chop through enemies. So they're weird bubble creatures that they slice with their they slice their heads open and, and it's like such a cheat because now they can do this quote unquote gruesome death. They can like tear their heads open, but because they're just piles of goo goo yeah. it's the same way the Transformers movies have these horrific moments where they're getting like their faces ripped open and their but guts are out. But they're they're robots, but they're anthropomorphized in such a way that it's like horrific. Yeah. It's the same thing here. Yeah. But it's just a way for you to get around... Killing some, innocent people. Yeah. It's around so, an R rating. Exactly. So do you guys think this probably should have been rated R? Oh, it would have been way better if it way was. Way better, yeah. And are we getting a three-hour R-rated cut? No. No.
3: They've already said no
0: director's cut, I think. Do we want a three-hour... No. Uh, no. No. Do we, do we want a two-hour and, like, 15-minute i would take I'd take a 90-minute R-rated cut. So yeah. you told... Mike Green, you told me that... There's enough footage. Yeah, yeah.
3: Jared Leto said that um, there was he did enough footage for this movie to make an entire Joker movie
0: that was cut. Like so, enough footage is is cut. Yeah,
3: that they just threw in the floor. I don't want that. I don't. I would not want to see that.
0: The the Joker was completely ineffective here and terrible. Um, And he can survive helicopter crashes. So off screen. Yeah, and we and we get a Ghostbusters ending to this movie, don't we?
1: Yeah.
0: It feels like the ending to a Ghostbusters film. In what sense? I don't like understand. a ghost is like sending up a giant beam, oh, beam yeah, of light. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm huge, with you now. Huge portal thing, I'm but with it's you. not and even you're a trying to fight a ghost. Yeah, I'm with you.
1: Uh, so the ending, since we are in spoilers, mm-hmm. that is obviously a relic of the first cut, where it gets all slow mo and it's supposed to be super intense, where Will Smith throws a bag of dynamite into this advanced celestial machine. <laughs> And yeah. blows it up. Why the hell am I watching a bundle of dynamite just tumble with nothing in the way, so it's gonna hit? Yeah, in slow motion, and Deadshot who hits I guess everything. because it's closing. It's
0: closing up at that
1: point. No, it's no, not. No, it's not. It's just doing its, <laughs> it's thing. It's just already oh. doing its thing. So okay. he's, <laughs> he's just throwing a bundle of dynamite, and the guy that never misses is shown slowly aiming. Like, God well, d- he he never fucking misses anything, so it's not like. Why do I see this? Yeah. I did, however, in the final sequence of the battle in the weird in the room with Enchantress and in, in Incubus, I guess if, if that's the bad guy's name. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of was like, yeah, when El Diablo yeah, tur- when he, when turned he, into like Fire God, dude. Yeah, like an Aztec God. I thought that was actually really badass.
0: Unreal. Yeah, he's like Quetzalcoatl or some weird shit. Yeah, I cool. really dug that part. I mean, I guess that's what you're saying. These are remnants from a different cut of the movie. Yeah. I, like, okay. See, I'm, I'm really interested. More more so than Batman versus Superman. These DC movies are just train wrecks in production. Like, why can't they just make a smooth fucking... Like, why can't they just make a movie and release it? Why I th- is it I think Warner a Brothers, disaster
1: every time? I think Warner Brothers is so skittish. Like, they've lost a lot of money on these, I
0: believe. So, I gotta ask you now. When do we start worrying about Wonder Woman? Uh, you know what? I have hope for that one. Why? Be- you shouldn't. Because the trailer looks good. <laughs> the trailer for this looked good. I know. The trailer for this looked good. I know, I know.
1: Because so far, the five minutes I've seen of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman was all right. Yep. So I I have to hope that it's Okay. Yep. It's
0: not going I to, be. to. I have to. I know you have to hope, but let's let's. There is it's, it's, li- there is literally no reason for you to to expect it to be good at, at this stage of the game. It, it, we are o for three. <laughs> it's the only one of the Justice mm. League
3: that I'm actually right now excited for. Like I honestly don't give a shit about a cyborg solo film. I don't care about an Aqua so- uh, solo film.
1: Aquaman could be such a cool character, though. He could be, but I I don't, yeah, I don't care think enough it's... right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the Flash,
3: okay, maybe.
1: Also happy that the Flash was in this. Yeah, little, for like little, two little seconds. cameo, little cameo.
0: That was neat.
3: Yeah, uh,
1: but
0: but yeah. I okay, know. I mean, I I, I understand why I mean, you guys are still optimistic for Wonder Woman she does she does break a gun in half on her back in slow mo and that, that
3: badass like slide on her shield to kick that guy's legs out oh that looks so dope i can't
0: keep my eyes off her really poorly uh composited face because it's obviously a stunt double with Gal Gadot like did oh
3: she does all her own stunts
0: um, <laughs> yeah. um oh speaking of her own stunts apparently uh Sebastian Stan did all but two shots in that sex scene in the bronze amazing he he did all (laughs) his own stunts. um so the final stinger here what are your thoughts on it we get a shot of bruce yeah
1: i don't think i actually stayed for the very end i left after joker was breaking harley out
3: oh yeah there was like right after the end of like the main credits before the like actual scrolling credits come up there's like a two minute scene of uh, Batman and Viola Davis
0: having a sit down. Oh, right,
1: right, right. I did see that. Okay. And so yeah. this. And I, forgot. I forgot about that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this implies, like, this sort this of shows, like, Batman is putting t- or you know, Viola Davis knows, Amanda Waller knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman, Batman. Yep. And she knows that he is putting together the Justice League. Yep. Um,. Am, am I interpreting this wrong, or is or is this setting up a Justice League versus Suicide Squad movie? Because no. that sounds fucking awesome. Really, it'd be like three minutes long. Yeah, they would the die. Justice League shows up and destroys all of them. Yeah, they would die cause, immediately. Cause they, although Joker would probably have some sneaky shit going on. Yeah, yeah like,
3: but but that goes back to my thing earlier about if this group is supposed to fight Superman, you got Killer Croc who is strong, but he's not superhumanly strong, as far as I know. Captain Boomerang has fancy boomerangs,
0: whoop, whoop. Yeah, this isn't a Civil War situation.
3: Yeah, like, like none of these people have... They don't stand a chance against a metahuman. El Diablo might, but I don't... Okay, yeah, El
0: Diablo would be the he only goes one. Quetzalcoatl or whatever the hell yeah. dope. So, did I interpret that wrong? Is that what you got out of it? Like That's not what I got. I think that was no. just, yeah, to shut it
3: down.
1: Other we'll just come and close you down.
0: Although, it's
1: interesting that Enchantress isn't around anymore, because... Which would... Be,
0: Sorry, but if if you were to come close you down, that would be a Justice League versus Suicide Squad movie. Like he's basically saying, "Hey Bruce Wayne, hey Amanda Waller, cut this weird Suicide Squad shit out or maybe the Justice League's going to come for you."
1: Yeah. Like Justice see that. League That's versus closed.
0: Suicide Squad the movie. Dawn of Justice 2.
1: Hasn't shown <laughs> it hasn't shown up in the movies
0: yet. Dusk of Justice. But
1: Superman's susceptible to magic. Yeah, so Enchantress. So could, Enchantress, and maybe El Diablo,
0: if you're And then uh, Darkseid. Dark Said <laughs> Dark <Darkseid. laughs> Well, you know, I, I'm Black not sure. Adam.
1: I'm not sure I would even care because Superman's already been killed in this universe. Yeah, once. what the fuck? So yeah, no no which, which I was like,
0: what are you doing? <laughs> it, I, like I said, we're over three guys. This thing's a disaster. Yeah. I'm giving it a six out of ten. I'm right there with you. I, I, I think well,
1: our, I, I think our sixes have different weights, though. Six. I, I, <laughs> yeah. As soon as I started writing
0: notes,
3: six. Yeah. Yeah. We're on board six.
0: <laughs> so I know it's... I'm giving this a five out of ten. Okay, there we go. I stay within the range to, a oh, like of six and yeah, no, no, eight too that, much.
1: No, that, that's fine. Like, for me, I got enjoyment out exactly. of it at least a bit. Exactly. So that warrants a six, but it is still a mess. Yeah. So... I had fun, yeah. too,
0: though. That's the thing. Yeah okay i'm confused now <laughs> five five um that's the show ladies and gentlemen next week we are reviewing you ready for this one uh, i don't think i am it's sausage party
1: sausage party okay <laughs> <laughs> no no well then no, we'll see i mean i think not, it's getting some all right reviews
0: not too stoked for this one yeah
1: i think it be, could be good we'll see
0: we, should, not, we should show it for children <laughs> yeah this one's not for kids Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg with their first animated film I haven't heard a lot of buzz yet I mean this isn't something I would normally have just gone and watched on my own so no no okay so I'm a,
3: we'll see maybe that's a good thing yeah. I mean
0: I'm I'm a fan of This is the End it seems like a oh great movie a re- re-teaming of that huge cast kind of really dug it a lot of the same folks that's our uh, show for next week where can we find you guys on the internet this week ooh
3: well, you can find me, uh, Ghost of Jem
0: Finch, on various social media platforms. Nice. I'm at Michael R. Lind on Twitter. Well done. I am at Scott Wilson BC. That's with two L's. Our Instagram is at Vertical Viewing. It's gaining steam. It's got... It's, yeah, we're going to start pimping it out huge. Nudes. On Twitter, at Vertical Viewing. Verticalviewing at com. Please let us know if you want us to review... What did we say earlier? Rocketeer. Rocketeer. Let us know if that's a good one or not. I don't know. There's some slow weeks and we need things to do. So you can also go to our website. It is verticalviewing.com. Click on the donate button. If you're into it, uh, you can leave us a donation. It helps us keep the lights on. Helps off, us go to movies. Helps us off, offset the cost of. You know what? The most expensive thing, though, is uh, w- uh, bandwidth for the old. Uh, Surprisingly, yes. The old hosting. So to to distribute this old podcast all around the world, we got to get one of those little uh, underground storage facilities, stick a little box in it. Our little podcast lives there in some cloud computing center somewhere. Looked
1: after by someone who looks like John Goodman.
0: Yeah, it's probably all true. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: So anything else, guys?
0: Any final thoughts? So
1: I've heard that there might be a Harley Quinn spinoff mm not a good idea right? I don't you know like i I mostly enjoyed her in the film, but i why why would you have a harley Quinn spinoff like there's yeah for for me Harley's a
3: great character, but she's a great sidekick, not a great lead
1: no, she's always just been there to support support Joker, Joker. yeah um so, so as
3: as hot as Margot Robbie is, and that's what it feels like fun as she used to watch she is marketable, but I don't think uh we not should, not to carry a full film no no
0: especially because she just swings a bat around I know uh, right and, and, and fights in high heels
1: yeah, yeah
0: it's like the, the I guess we do see a shot of her in this movie in the original animated series Harlequin outfit, yeah. outfit and it, I would have loved the, to see her those in look that like test time. shots or something she, it looks this is why co- a lot of comic book costumes need to be drastically altered yeah to even look ridiculous. remotely acceptable on camera because yeah. it's Wolverine can't wear the yellow suit. I'm sorry, guys. But I want him to. I think he, he can't have those he can't have those big spikes coming out of his mask and oh, stuff. I, I think he could pull it off. I mean, they happened in the in Apocalypse. They should have had it like 80s style. They really should have. Um, they should have. Don't forget to go to our iTunes page, leave us a five-star rating. If you dare, leave us a uh, jam recipe. Leave us a jam recipe Cookies. in the comments, please. They're <laughs> <We laughs> probably like,
1: it. "You know, you you know, guys, jam is just like fruit in a jar. No, there's more to it
0: than there that. There is. You have to do some weird stuff like Surto, I don't know what that is. It's super we, like weird sugar let, stuff. Let us know what it is. I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, that should do it for the show, kids. Thanks for tuning in. God damn it, DC. Yeah. Bastards. well mike it? green thanks for for being on uh well i guess we'll see you again for doctor strange oh you know you will in november so i cannot stoked. wait
3: for that one i'm so stoked on doctor strange
0: Mm-mm.
1: all right well keep it vertical